You are about to experience the corpse cast. We would advise any listener who may be ill, pregnant, or of weak constitution to reconsider listening to the show for fear of an onset of health issues related to encountering bouts of pure shock or fright. For those who wish to continue, just remember to avoid fainting. Keep repeating, it's only a podcast, only a podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 24 of the Corpse Cast. I'm Mike, and we got a pentagram t-shirt wearing mother effer over there. It's just Shandy a star, L. dude. It's not oh. a pentagram. It's well, not. Oh. It's just a. It looks like a right side up pentagram. Would that be inverted? I don't know. All, all I know is you're, you're, you're calling out the angels. Why do brother. you notice my t-shirt? I notice all and your go, t-shirts. Oh, well, he's wearing a satanic t-shirt. Usually I'm like, Shane, you're wearing that saw t-shirt with the F word on it. And you know how oh, I feel about the F word. Oh boy. Hi, everybody. <laughs> How's it going? How you been, brother? I'm just living the dream. I'm happy to be relaxing with you. Oh, dude. I'll tell you what. We just finished our first set of super secret project things, and now we're just relaxing. Literally like five minutes ago. Absolutely. And, you know, I'll tell you what. It feels good. We're hitting. We're we're sitting here relaxing, ready to talk about some lighthearted stuff like uh, martyrs. Yeah. But uh, it's culminating in something, though. Our super secret project is completely finished for now. For now, I mean, for now, just for the first portion. Ab- well, our first commitment has been finished. We're right. Done. Well, basically, and it's been produced. I got. I still got to do some, you know, post production stuff sure. and send it on off. But we're done. We're ready to go. Should be happening but soon, people. With the dark movies and the culmination of the end of that. Absolutely. There's something. It's some kind of a, you know. Like a squirty, like a tube, like a volcano tube, ready to burst. It, it's like it's like we just put Mentos in a Coke two liter bottle. Yeah. Uh, anyway, what have you been doing, dude? I've been I've just been you know living the dream, doing doing the regular type of stuff. I'll will tell you what happened, and I t- and I told you this out back when we were sitting chatting. Um, this last uh, we, uh, here I am, and I'm uh, my my wife's grandpa just passed away last year. And so we're taking advantage of the summer. We're, we go to his pool in his backyard, and you know we're having a good time. Well, he has a guest house in the in the back of his property there, right? And my wife was cleaning it out because uh, you know she wants to help clean out. She you know uh, she basically if there's anything cool in there, she's going to take it home, fix it up, and do whatever. Yeah. But guess what she found, dude? Yeah, well, what? you you know what, what she found. Yeah. She found a giant box of classic Playboys. Yeah. Is it bad that my first inclination was to go find some uh, old abandoned fields and whatnot and just go start chucking Playboys in there? And that's, like I told you, go to Farmington and dish them at everybody. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though, um, that, that that's not going to happen because my wife just, uh, she would have none of that. She wouldn't even she, let me look at them. She threw them out. She threw them out. She's like, that's filth. That, and, 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 and I tried to, and no matter how much I tried to tell her that it's art and that it, it, the, the, the woman's, the female body is beautiful, she still threw them out. Exactly. You may have, and this is not me. Okay. But you may have an argument if it was Hustler right. or something like yeah. that. Um, this is classy. Pork this, Pig Magazine. Wow. But, I haven't heard of that one. But 
Playboy, dude. That's airbrushed. It's beautiful. It's just a little bit of hair on the snatch now, stuff. And it, it's from just... what I remember looking at Playboy, there's no dicks in that. It's just no. it's just hot ladies naked, right? Yeah, but you just get a little in you know, a little bit of hair. But they're all beautiful. And well, you're, oh my god! And this I just is want to make love to her. Apparently, this is 80s and 90s all the way through, baby. So it's like I mean, these are classics. Yeah, I Pamela Anderson is yep. in there. Well, and what, what's her name? Who was in Scream Three? Oh crap! The girl who used to do that show on MTV, Jenny McCarthy. Oh, Jenny McCarthy's oh, yeah, 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 yeah. guaranteed in there. Oh yeah, in dude. that box. And you know, I could probably eBay that shit. You know, get some get some good returns. But yeah. whatever. Well, even though I was just going to throw it into abandoned, you know, empty lots and shit. I would say if you were going to do anything with them, you take them to Farmington, your hometown, and go, I'm back, people. And you throw them on the lawn of every old person that you remember. Hey, Mrs. Kravitz over here. <laughs> Bang! There you go. There's you know Mrs. You. Kravitz? Yeah. That's weird shit, dude. Yeah, she's hot. She mm. worked me good. Well, she was, she was hot. The white Listen, uh, she, she was hot 20 years ago, back the last time I lived in Farmington, but whatever. I don't know how she's doing now. Stacy's mom has got it going. I have up. no idea what you're talking about. Oh, not right. really. I do. I'm just ashamed of it. So, dude, we got we got a big episode going on yeah. today. We've got a lot of stuff. We're going to be talking about Volbeat. What's the album called? It's called Beyond Hell Above Heaven. Okay, and we're also going to be talking about the feel good hit of the summer. Ideal Martyr. Martyr. What? Martyrs. Mardo. Yes, martyrs. Uh, a couple things before we go on, though. Um, we have a we have a winner for the limerick contest. Oh, we do. However, I I'm not going to announce that until oh. our next show that we're recording here. Now, right next week, people, we got the padded room coming up. We're going to be doing a big Friday the Thirteenth bash. Darian, multiple mics, Doctor Dale, and the delectable Nurse Nicole will be doing a round table discussion on all things friday the 13th mm-hmm. and what's the album it's uh the album's uh first jason oh shit i can't remember it's first jason yeah. and i can't remember what the album's called but jason's watching you or something like that right but but it should be good it's, and that's ari lehman that's ari the lehman. original jason Voorhees. why do you suppose he, he called his band first jason um that's just a catchy name oh, probably that sounds good whatever whatever so we're going to do that. Um, also, for those here in Salt Lake City, by the way, the show on the 29th, the Die Monster Die Show at the DAWG Pound. Fun, fun. Was a huge success. Yeah. I, I, you know, I saw some of the faves from here. We saw Katrina. Yeah. We saw Joanne. We saw Tow Truck Brian. Yeah. We saw, it, it, it made a lot of new friends. Okay. It's, yeah, a, it's it was, always a good thing, man. It was, it was a fun time. You know, and I'm looking forward to this one. Now, people in Salt Lake City or thereabouts. Friday the 13th at Burt's. Be there. Yeah. Be there. People. Free Pabst Blue Ribbon. Ooh, we gonna, While it lasts. We're going we're, we're, we're we're to give them the Pabst Blue Ribbon. of beer. <laughs> I mean, dude, you pay six bucks to get in the door and you drink and drink and drink and get to see your beautiful face, the padded room. <laughs> Jesus and Slave says he's going to come rock oh, out. By the way, can, I, can we just stop right there real quick? What? Chris? I'm going to give you a hug, and and I don't know how awkward it's going to be for you. Don't crush him. He's not a big guy. No, he's he's a little guy. But he's I'll very t- delectable, very sexual. All I want to say is it's not going to be weird for me 
but it may be weird for you, but you have a full week to kind of He's kind of It's not going to be weird for him. I hope not because I fully intend to give him a hug. I give him hugs all the time. I gave uh, I gave Katrina and uh and uh, Joanne the hug and lift this last weekend. Wow. Yeah, the hug and lift. Chris, I I am not going to hug and lift anybody, okay, this week. So I'm just going to give wow, you a sensual hot. hug, but you know, hug and lifts are done. Hug and lifts are, are, are I just don't want to throw anybody's You're back You're taking out. them off the market? Well, I, I, I thought to myself, you know, I'm hugging and lifting. If I throw somebody's back out, that's going to be a problem. Lawsuit. Yeah, exactly. Corpse I, cast lawsuit. What? Listen, you're going to go and have to talk to the Corpse Cast legal team about... <laughs> talk to Arnie Schmechtel about Schmechtel. that. He's got all the fucking answers. And that's right, baby. And uh, no, so I'm pretty stoked about it. It's going to be a fun time. We're going to have those Friday the here. 13th, come out if you live in Salt Lake or anywhere around. we got the Padded Room. Padded Room, die. Hyper, what is it? Hypernova Holocaust. Nice. And the Glorious Bastards. Ooh, yeah. the Glorious Bastards played They're with you. They're going to play again. Played yes. with you at uh, the Dog Pen. So Those nice, guys are sweet. You got to taste it twice. You know what? Those guys, th- there's a, I, I can't, I can't remember the guy's name for, what's the bald guy with the bassist? Scott. I love Scott. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a such a sweet dude. Name. I love that guy, man. Okay, so I, but, but I'm not going to give him the hug and lift. No, don't do okay. that. I'm not going to give him the hug and lift, but whatever. Um, let's see. Next thing on the list of shit to talk about. Um, oh, we already, we already mentioned the super secret project. It's close to being announced. We're going to yeah. send that shit literally people in the next week or two. We're going to, we're going to uh, let the cat out of the bag. And, uh, there you go. So, uh, I'm excited. I, I can't wait because it's like, uh, you know, we just finished that, so it's and very, I, and I'm very pumped, cool. I'm pumped that we, we're done. We're good to go. We're going to get this shit out. And I think it's going to be a huge success. I think it's going to be fun. I think I think the guys that we're working with know their shit. They're passionate about horror. So there's nothing about this that I don't like. I'm excited. And I see it in your eyes, so that makes me more excited. <laughs> I'm glad that I can have that infectious... Uh, no, like, I'm serious, though. Good. I look in your eyes, and I'm like, wow. Yeah, that gives me that little bit of extra confidence that I need. I'm like, yes, we're doing it for the greater good. We're doing it all for my baby because that she's as fine as she can be. Yeah, that's hot. That is hot, baby. Uh, Okay, (laughs) all right. So kind of went to a halt there, but um, I don't know how many of you people um, caught the last cadaver indies. Johnny and I got together. I did. Got together, we we did a, a Cadaver Indies episode five. I can't believe it's only episode five. But I just wanted to make sure that everybody here goes and dusts off the old Cadaver Lab feed because me and John are going to be doing a show once a month. Um, but I do have some bad news, folks. Yeah, what's that? I lost the trivia contest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what you that did. means? I'm going to have to be eating an egg salad sandwich while watching Slaughtered Vomit Dolls. And Shane Diablo here has volunteered to help us out with that, yep. with the video. We've got the tarp. We're going to get the sandwich. I'm going to film the whole thing. <laughs> and, Holy uh, crap. You people. lost. I lost. I lost 50. What? I lost 51 to 50. What was the final question that you lost? To? I, I can't remember the exact final question, but for those who don't know, basically what, what Johnny and I do is we pick out three movies. We give five hints for each movie. And, uh, you know, we get a point for every question that we don't get. So it's kind of like golf, you know, the lower the better. Right. Uh, the thing is, is that, uh, the first one to 50 loses and has to eat and, and has to do the physical challenge, uh, going back to double dare days. But I lost 51 to 50. 
And it was all about Night of the Comet. I, I, I got that, I got that in one too many questions. And Johnny's the man. It's hard to beat Johnny at, uh, at horror trivia. So that guy is the rain man. Of he horror. is. He is, man. So crystallize. Be, be on, <laughs> crystallize. I still love you. Name that band. I, LA Guns, dude. Oh, I, I sing that song to my wife because she has like silvery blue eyes. Oh, good. And I sing that to Johnny Crew too. I can imagine you waking up in the morning and she's like, oh, and you're like, Christ. Yeah, exactly. Oh, God. Nightmare. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know what? She's had enough time to get used to my shenanigans. So. Nightmare. She, she placates <laughs> me. She's like, all right, honey. All right. You're, you're okay. Like, oh, I, okay. I see. I'm going to go back to sleep. It's now. one thing to roll over to you, but you singing that crystallized <laughs> song and be like, Jesus. Kill me now! Listen, this the song was great back in '89 when you came out, but come on, and you don't have any fresh material every morning. Crystallize. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Well, you know, sometimes I sing her some. Uh, um, I got that wicked sensation. Oh, yeah, that's when you're feeling frisky, huh? You're like, which, which basically means, honey, I got a morning boner, that's and I need to take care of that bone, shit. Babe. Call me on the morning bone. Oh, <laughs> that if Weird Al were to okay. make a song, were to make a parody of the Bone Phone, it would be the Morning Bone. And we want money for that, uh, or the fame and the fortune that comes with being friends That's, with Weird Al Yankovic. Sure, who uh, doesn't want to hang out? with Let Weird. me tell you something. It's funny that you that we that, that I call him I'm, Weird. He's on my Twitter. Oh, okay. I call him Weird. I don't even call him you Al know, or Con- Yankovic. I call him Weird, dude. I call him W sometimes. Just no. no. Yo, W, shit, man. That's yeah. funny shit. Well, I called George W. Bush that, and he's like, yeah, what can I do for you, Mike? Yeah, well, like, Weird Al Yankovic's the real W. <laughs> all, right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Um, But Weird Al, come on. The first time I listened to him in a long time, my kid, my sons are playing Lego Star Wars, and so they just, ba- and I've been watching the Star Wars movies with them, so they just barely found out who Yoda was. So I played him Yoda. What? Okay, you know, okay. Yoda. You heard that song by yo, Weird Al? Yo, 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 exactly. yo. Exactly. So, yeah. so basically what, what happened is I'm like, oh, Weird Al, he's got some new songs. And you ever heard the song Riding Dirty? Oh, yeah. Uh, kind of a stupid Riding song, sure. Nerdy. But, oh, no, no, no. They see me mowing my oh, front my lawn. God. Blah, 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 white and nerdy. That's me, uh, dude. I am white and I am nerdy. <sighs> All right. All right, all right. Shane doesn't approve of that. Let's get on, let's get on some voicemails. <laughs> let's do that. First of all, let's go ahead and mention what the um, question of the episode was for last week or two mm. weeks ago. Uh, what's your favorite piece of horror memorabilia, and uh, what's one piece that you need to have? And uh, other than that, why don't we go ahead and do like you said? We got a shit ton of voicemails to get through, so let's go ahead and get started. Sweet. Delusion. What's up, Mike and Shane? This is David from Devour the Podcast. Devour. And, uh, I was just giving you guys a. Voicemail. Um, Are we so recording right your, now? Uh, latest oh. couple of episodes of uh, various things I want to talk about. Um, question of the episode about Hi, David. the video nasties list. Um, I've st- I got to pause it real quick. Oh. <laughs> and since you didn't know we were even recording, maybe we should start over, but we're not going to. No, we, we don't um, do that. This is one that for some reason I was a dumbass and didn't play last week. So Oh, yeah. th- so that's the one he was going, hey. Yeah. Uh, so, I so, called pre- in. so pretend it was last episode. This would be very on topic. Uh, even though he's going to sound a little out of sorts for this one, Dave, no, I, it's my fault. My bad, All brother. right, David, I love you. Okay, go. 12 of them, apparently. Um, 
not necessarily because they were video nasties and I was searching them out as such, but just because they were movies I wanted to see. Um, Bay of Blood, yeah. Burning, Cannibal Holocaust, um, Fletcher Frankenstein, also known as Andy Warhol's Frankenstein, which, which is, is hot. really kind of a terrible movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> House by the Cemetery, I Spit on Your Grave, Last House on the Left, Tenebrae, Zombie 2, because everybody's seen Zombie 2, uh, yeah, who hasn't Beyond, seen which I just watched recently, fucking awesome, uh, Evil Dead, because everybody's fucking Durr. seen Evil Dead, and Inferno, because I'm an Argento nerd. Most of those I've nerd. seen just because... You know, uh, Inferno, Zombie, Tenebrae, Beyond. The Italian stuff was mostly because I like Italian horror movies, and I was hunting them down, and I found them. (laughs) Um, The Burning, it's on Netflix, and I wanted to watch it. It's not particularly very good. What? It's really kind of bad, actually. I I love it. Krug said it was good. I trust Krug on Interesting idea, but fucking dull as shit. You, sir, Uh, are wrong. You lose... For what it is, it's pretty good for uh, a sort of a You're very critical, Dave. From Baba. Very critical. Flesh for Frankenstein is really, really absurdly bloody and violent for no real reason. It's almost a it's almost a comedy how fucking ridiculous that movie is. It's a Warhol movie. Uh, It was, I believe, shot back to back with uh, Blood for Dracula, also known as Andy Warhol's Dracula, starring Udo Kier. Uh, actually, Udo Kier is the man. He plays Dracula in Blood for Dracula, and he plays Dr. Frankenstein in Flesh for Frankenstein. It's those eyes. Um, beautiful Blood eyes. for Dracula, not a terrible film. I mean, it's not particularly very good, but it's kind of awesome. Jeez, can um, you just say something nice, beautiful Dave? and really adds no. a, a level of um, <laughs> drama to the movie that really wouldn't have been there otherwise. Flesh for Frankenstein is a was shot in 3D, so there's a lot of kind of gore gags that are thrown at the screen that just don't work now because it's not in 3D. <laughs> um, eh, not a bad movie, though. Um, I wanted to say thank you for the awesome review of The Loved Ones. Holy oh, shit, yeah, that movie dude. was awesome. I love that um, movie. Yes. I actually got a hold of a guy who gets me my movies, and he got me a copy, and I watched it, and holy shit, that movie. Pause, <laughs> pause. Did we do the loved ones last episode? No. Okay, so this was a little while. What did we do last episode? Oh, the mist. Yeah, we did the mist. Yeah, because we're, 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 we're still on the downer. Although, I think we did the loved ones before that. So it's still kind of downer. Yeah, that was kind of a downer. But I love it. But even it. Katie Rotts from the Rotten Rantings, she, I think, I'm not going <laughs> to say for sure. All right. But I think she heard through the grapevine, through us. I'm going to go ahead and say through us. Uh-huh. She went, what's this? The loved ones about. Oh, good. Everyone, but I'm not saying for sure. All right, everybody should check it out. Wrong. Regardless of how you hear about it, people, loved ones is a solid flick. Go check it's it good. out. All right, here's Dave again. King, amazing. Thank you guys so much for that. I'm going to be reviewing that on Devour the Podcast in the near future. It was awesome. Um, that was beautiful. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so. The last episode, you guys did Blackwater Park, which was awesome. Um, I actually Ooh. had to fucking he's turn off the episode oh, during the minute of both had to go back right and listen now. to the album because it was oh, so I awesome. I love Blackwater Park. Um, I love highly it. recommend you check out Still Life. Um, oh, yeah, dude. Shane, oh. it is awesome. Pretty dude. much all their albums are awesome. I like know. I said before, I'm not a fan of Heritage. It just it struck me the wrong way. Um, you guys mentioned Porcupine like Tree it. and um, Stephen... Oh, yeah, the singer. I want to say Wilson, but... Stephen something or other. Mm-hmm. Um, do, 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 let me look it up real quick. But um, easy there. We're live on the air, Dave. Yeah, 
uh, Porcupine Tree is an awesome band. Uh, personally, my favorite album of theirs is uh, Deadwing. It is really, really good. That sounds good. Um, <laughs> it's it's kind of progressive rock, I guess you could call it. Um, it's yeah, I can't. It's kind of hard to describe it. It's not really. It's the kind best of metal, kind of music but it's is not sort of my opinion. After fashion, I don't know. Just check it out. It's fucking great. I love it. Um, like I said. He's having uh, a beer like I am, uh, I think. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Deadwing is a great album. And um, he's got a couple of solo albums. Um, one is called Grace for Drowning, and the other is Insurgents, and they're both fucking amazing. Um, and I feel like an idiot because I'm totally drawing a blank on what that guy's name is. Steven. That's um, good enough. Steven something or other. I want to say Steven Wilson. I'm gonna find is that Brian Wilson's brother? Just a second. No. Uh, Stephen Wilson, that's it. Oh, you Stephen got Wilson. it. You got amazing, it. amazing musician. Um, like I said, check out Dead uh, Deadwing. It is fucking brilliant. Um, I was trying to remember what the hell the ep- question of the episode was for a couple episodes back, <laughs> but I'm like totally fucking drawing a blank now. That happens. Um, because I wanted to respond to it and I. I don't fucking remember. Listen, we're going to be doing remember. episodes just, for a while. You can, you have just, some time to make remember. that shit up. It's fucking pissing me off. Nobody. Um, but yes, fucking loved ones was amazing. Um, mm-hmm. Night of the Demons two, I haven't watched it yet, but I did just watch oh, Night, of the, Night of the Demons the other night. Um, surprisingly, really good. It was goofy as shit. Surprisingly, I'm not going to lie. What? Yeah, the movie was fucking goofy as hell, and the, the acting was kind of. Cheesy. We, we, we and the dialogue was fucking terrible. But David the movie was is fun. a film critique. And um, yes, the, the L- L- Linnea Quigley's um, lipstick scene was pretty entertaining. Uh, it, and shocked. It was surprising. The, the effect it. held up surprisingly better than I expected from a film from 1988. I want to say that the demons is from. Nah, um, but great effect. Good movie. I'm. I've got Night of the Demons two. I'm probably going to watch that sometime in the near future. Sweet. Probably do it on my show. Um, so, yeah. Shane, check out the rest of Opeth stuff. Check out uh, Porcupine Tree. They're a little bit less metal, more just kind of progressive rock, but really good. I really like them. Awesome. Yes. Um, if I remember correctly, I think Stephen Wilson actually wrote... Uh, I think he wrote Death Whisper to Lullaby for... Oh, really? Wow, album, okay. I think. That's uh, you'd a have to good, look at the credits because I don't remember the time ahead. Uh, Death but, um, Whispered a yeah, Lullaby for it. the Damnation. So, oh. Keep up the fantastic work, guys, and I will talk to you. He will talk to you. You cut off, but you're a sweet tart. <laughs> what a, what so, a sweet so have you have you had a chance to check out some more Opeth or what? Dude, uh, b- uh, yes, I've been good. listening to it, but we had a pretty good uh, oh, rock yeah. party afterwards. Yeah, we did, because, I mean. I think I heard almost all of Stillborn. Right afterwards, still life. I was, was it still life? Still life. Yeah. Why do I got stillborn in my brain? Because that's a uh, Black Label Society song. Uh, I, I don't, don't even know what that is. Oh, but. Thank mama. you, David. Sweet dude. Hey, Lauren called in. Lauren. Oh. Hi, Mason. She um, broke her. The voicemail. Um, she broke her shit. Better not mess with me this week. It's been a bad week. Yeah. Um. So my most prized piece of horror memorabilia is um, my good buddy, before he moved to the West Coast, gave me this um, compendium of Eyeball Magazine. Whoa. um, Like the 89 through 2002. Oh, okay. And so it's just got a lot of, like, Euro cinema and 
it's actually in like some awesome pictures and I haven't had time to give it a good read either because some of the writing is like really kind of snotty grad schooly crap <laughs> like how I used to write when I was a kid but nice. but anyway it's um like a really nice piece that he gave me cool. and um so I just wanted to call in and um I got a good episode this week guys all right, bye. And we sure hope you she's, you're feeling better, Lauren. Yeah, she's sounding like down. She got hit by a cab, people. Yeah. She got road rash. You <laughs> effing bastard. Yeah, okay. Dear effing bastard that hit Lauren. Die. Right? I will. <laughs> you just lost your retirement plan. Wow, really? That's rough, dude. Wow. Dude, she was on a bicycle. I hear you. I hear you. That guy needs to burn in hell for what he did. Oh, <laughs> uh, dude, uh, Alan called in. Oh, Alan, I love you. My chain, what's up? This is Alan. Uh, question of the week, the heart. Easy there. I remember Marbilia. I say I really like T-shirts and the action figures. I <laughs> uh, called dolls, Alan. My Just favorite kidding. action figure is the... Um, Original Texas Chainsaw Massacre from uh, McFarland Toys. Cool. And my favorite with the chainsaw. Uh, I might have that. T-shirt is my. Um, you got a lot of stuff here. Terror movie poster. And my fireplace. And like a piece yeah. of horror memorabilia. I really love to get a hold of would be. I think it's from the UK. Box set of the Phantasm movies that come in the. Uh, oh. Sphere. Oh. Uh, oh, dude, that yeah. would be awesome. Uh, that's it. Y'all have a good one. Bye. Again, Alan's in and out, but you know what? He's got a lot. In and out. I got, you know, the thing is, is that actually, I've I've seen what he's talking about. I know exactly what he's talking about with the Phantasm thing. I love the Phantasm movies, okay? You know, yeah. and, oh, that would be a, why don't I already have that, actually? That's a, I don't know. You're fucking nerd. Why? I'm a, I'm a nerd. I'm white and nerdy. Here's uh, Jake the Snake. Jake. Woo! Alice Cooper. Yeah, hey, Frankenstein. Frankenstein! Woo! Alice, big fan of Alice! Yeah. Shit sucks about his new album. I mean, I, mean, I, I paused it. That guy's in his panties right now, just going. <laughs> He's like, I'd F me. He's got like a total <laughs> fucking full bottle of Robitussin <laughs> in his panties, listening to. Hey, stupid, gone. Oh, Dude, let me tell you something. Ever since then, I, before this week, when we were getting back ready for the show, and yeah. we were listening to the Rosedales and listening to uh, Volby for for this show, yeah. Um, I was listening to Alice Cooper. Man, I made a I made a best I made a best of playlist on Spotify of Alice Cooper. By the way, real quick, what's your very favorite Alice Cooper song? I love the dead. Okay, that's that a good is one. my all-time favorite. That's a great, and, that's a great song, dude. I and I love the that. Dead on the live album, the Alice Cooper Show. When you hear the head chop, yeah, okay. And, I, and I've actually been watching a couple of, uh, and then it goes into Sick Things after that. So yeah. I love the Dead and Sick Things. My favorite song, The Ballad of Dwight Fry. Yeah. For some reason, it's epic. It's this nice story. It's oh, I love it. Yeah, but anyways, no, yeah, I'm I'm still still a little bummed about the the latest album. But what uh, are you gonna do here? Let, let's let's listen to heard Jake. about that album and oh, just to hear about one of my favorite guys doing wrong. It's just, it's disheartening. <laughs> I tell you, I tell you what, it's very disheartening. Uh, 
I can't win them all, I suppose. Yeah, dude, I agree. But, yeah, totally big fan of Coop. Seeing him live twice. Uh, what? And you know what? I have got to thank my mom for this. Props I mean, to Jake's mom, baby. My parents, Jake's very God, different music-wise. <laughs> Dad's a little bit country. Mom's a little bit rock, rock and, and roll. roll. Yeah, but dude, I, the Osmonds. My mom, some local stars, baby. I mean, I remember every Saturday waking up to her blasting Alice, and you know what, Shane? One of the songs she loved the most was "I Love, I the, love dead. the Dead." There you there go. You there you go. Not to mention uh, ACDC, Uncle Ted. <laughs> yeah, all the good. Uncle stuff. Ted. That's why I have such great music taste these days. <laughs> If you don't mm. say so yourself, yep. it's true. And if I called my dad, you know, I'd be going around going, oh, Lordy. Jake was the one going, Lordy. Probably went so, even yeah, yeah, through the yeah, show. About that. You can't win them all, just you like he said. My mom, guys. I mean, my dad's a good guy, too, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm saying. Okay. Ramble on too long about that. Now, 40 question of the episode about horror memorabilia. Oh, one of my prize ones. It's hard to say. Because you got something well, I've got a few, like, costume items. Like, I got a Jason mask. I thought you were going to say Buffalo Bill panties. And uh, you guys are friends with me on Facebook and Indeed. follow me on Twitter. So you've probably seen my uh, ghost Follow on the mask. Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Easy Sorry. there. We're a high-class show, Jake. <laughs> but I've got... I think he's about to get one cut really off. One cool one sent right next to me. Hey, hey, let me know if you can hear this, guys. Oh, uh, cut off. He called right back, though. Let me know if you can hear this, guys. What's strange. <laughs> uh, I mean, I just showed you the music from my Michael Myers doll. Oh, yeah, okay. Jake the Snake. Uh, Call him cool. right back, cool. by the way. And... Then I just hear the... Uh, I don't know if you're going to hear that on the show. We heard a bit. We heard a bit, Jacob. Either. Just but, a taste. Uh, Call back. I want to hear the whole thing. But hung up to uh, see if... To call back to see if it keeps going. The weird-ass noise, but it's not. God. Okay. Totally. So, yeah, that's my prize tour. Sweet, Possession The uh, Michael Myers doll. Oh, you got to call back. Remember. I want to hear I what believe, the robot... I must have gotten this, the like, robot, uh, the song? probably yeah, the 20th the anniversary the of the first Halloween. You know, when it was just a big deal and, you know, H2O was coming out. Ooh, ooh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you cannot go wrong with a Michael Myers doll. Plus, I love H2O. What's one Kill me. I want? What are you going to do? You know what? I want something autographed by people. I mean, I... I have yet to make it to these nice horror conventions. Oh, you know, dude, they're amazing. I was planning on going to one this year. Save up for next year. Yeah, Days of the Dead in L.A., baby. Shit at work came up, you know, like, yeah. Working totally for the man. Going to make that. Jake, I took uh, you for a guy who all. doesn't let the man get him down. But I will try next year. I'm going to try saving up. Days of the money. Dead. Days yes. of the Dead. I'd like to see Sorry, his little face as tonight. Mm-hmm. Okay, like I said, hope to go to a convention next year. Days of the Dead, Jake. Maybe meet you guys. Yeah, baby. I'd squeeze his little we cheeks. Will see. 
All right. And share a bottle of Robitussin. Uh, I was going to say, I will buy him a case of Robitussin if he shows up. I would sc- I'm saying that right now. I just bet he's got these little cheeks. He just squeeze. <laughs> squeeze him and say, shh, just shut up. And you drink. know what's great is, I mean, I'm sure we would love to squeeze his cheeks, but I have a feeling that the girls from Creepy Kitsch, they'll be squeezing way more cheeks than we'll be squeezing at the time. I, you know, I wouldn't Jake, mind squeezing some of them cheeks, too. What? <laughs> oh, what? Oh, okay, sweet. Uh, dude, Metal Mikey called back in. Metal Mikey! Metal Mikey's on the bone phone! Yeah. Pseudo sexy motherfucker Shane and Mike of the Clips cast! And I am answering your question of the week for the missed episode. The favorite, pie, the favorite piece uh-huh. of board memorabilia I have, which nice. is an original lobby card from the first ever original release of My Bloody Valentine. I think uh-huh. you got it for $10 at a used toy collectible show. Really? Cool. has a nice uh, pretty much face, well, not face front, but really good profile shot of Harry Warden. And nice. that's the final climactic mind conflict scene. So that is definitely one that I, you know, pat myself on the back for finding. <laughs> the one that I would love to find is an original 1979 poster for Lucio Fulci Zombie. Oh, yeah. Honestly, again, I spent an entire year of my life looking for that movie. I am dedicating myself to finding as much shit with surrounding that movie as I can really? possibly get. Cool. So once more, Mike and Shane, you know I love the show. I love We the love show. your guts, And I, dude. of course, look forward to talking to you again soon on the Corpse Cast Bone Phone. Call Bye. me on the Bone Phone. Bone Phone. Because we just got home alone. <laughs> <laughs> Metal Mikey. Metal Mikey calling on the bone phone. And up next, folks, we've got Brian, Tow Truck Brian calling in. Oh, Let's God. go ahead and hear what he's got to say. Was that pretty good radio hey, entertainment? Brian. Play it again for me, Alice, or whatever that's called. It's been a damn week, but I better get this call in before it's fucking Friday in time for another show. That's right, baby. Uh, just want to say... What a great fucking time I had seeing you guys last weekend. Oh, dude, that was so much it's fun. I love it. It's so much fun. Just, you know, do that thing. Go out and throw down, even if we're just having fun for ourselves and five other fucking people. That's right, Fuck, baby. It was a good time. Agreed. Oh, yeah. Agreed. And, uh, you know. Brian's going to help me find a sweet purse to drive. Next day. I don't he give a shit. shit on on he does. He's a car guy, man. Anyway. I'm definitely not a car guy. No. I'm coming to you, Brian. I'm I'm totally looking forward to next weekend when I'm going to get even more fucked up because I have to work the next day. (laughs) That'll be even better. uh, Yeah, man. It's going to be double epic. Fucking great. The show was fucking awesome. Shane, it was, it was, I had such a good time. It was fun. decided not to show up or went home early or whatever you did. Let me, can I, I paused him. Let me mention something about the dog pound, okay? Yeah. Now, okay, so here I am. We're, we're listening to Die Monster Die rocking out, okay? There's Shane in his white shirt with the one button, you know? You, yeah, you I had forgot your... my tie, though. Did you notice <laughs> yeah, that? Yeah, I, I did notice that, actually. Uh, I did notice that. But here I am, and, and, and the drums were on like a, what, a six-inch, eight-inch stage or something yeah. like that. But there's Zero and Windhawk playing their instruments, and they're just on the ground floor. Now, listen, those two dudes are little guys. Yeah. Okay? I am on the front. I am right there front i feel like i was blocking everybody's view because i feel like i'm like three feet taller than zero 
and like eight, you might be and like yeah and like eight feet wider than zero i wonder if anybody actually got a good shot of that actually i don't give a shit because no. i had a great time baby that's what you do on the front row i saw it's some, not about who's behind you i saw some if they want to see they, I, they would fight their way up yeah. to the front row right. i totally agree except for the young ladies listen if you, if i'm at the front row and you're a young lady and you would like come to see up. i come up tap me on the shoulder sir may i move in front of you i will definitely give that to you but i saw some pictures from it yeah. and uh there uh, uh, dan the man who was uh, taking some pictures with yeah, his awesome Daniel, Nikon yeah. 7000. Um, he was uh, he was taking some pictures. He got behind a little bit. He got some good shots. He got a shot with zero, and then there's me, and I look like I look like I'm three feet taller than zero, man. I felt you could be. You're I, a big guy. Well, and I felt bad that everybody. I just realized at that moment, shit. People behind me probably can't see. It they're not. Matter. They're not going to have to worry about that at Burt's, though, because Burt's has a real stage on the thirteenth. Big, sta- yeah. big stage. I'm going to be up there, though. I'm going to be up on the front. I'm going to be singing, uh, "Hand of Fire." Wait, wait Hand wait. of Iron. Uh, Hand of Iron. Fist. Wow. Fist of Steel. Hold on. Listen, <laughs> I've been I've been listening to DMD all I day. I know, dude. You're fired up. I'm looking at you. You're just like ah. Dude, you're about ready to. Dude, I would almost go as far as to say <laughs> you're almost as fired up right now as you are for. Oh, dude, le- well, listen, I love the DMD. I, I texted Shameless. I'm like, hey guys, what's the, I'm like, hey dude, what's the, uh, the playlist for, yeah. and I made a, I made a light or a set list. I made a nice playlist on Spotify. I've been listening oh, yeah. to those tunes all day. I'm going to, I'm going to come and out. I think, I'm going to rock. And Hand I forwarded that when I got that set list, I forwarded it to, to you. Yeah. And that's so what I'm saying. I'm thinking that's in order. That's completely oh, oh, in order it, of how it's it cool? going to go. Okay. Other than the new songs we've got in there. Yeah, I don't know the new songs yet because they're not They're on unrecorded. They're, they're, they're I, unknown to all. But they're but they're groovalistic, dude. Yeah. They're okay. All right. Sorry. The sorry. toe. The toe truck. The toe truck. Let's see what he's got to say, baby. You missed an out-fucking-standing set of Die Monster <laughs> I agree. Agreed. Um, Except for the doorman was a bitch. There. Just an all-around good time. <laughs> I love the dog. I heard that more than once. place that it is. Just a cool little bar. Um, you know, I guess I had to get on with the question of the episode sure. before I fucking space that out. <laughs> uh, my favorite horror memorabilia. I, I don't really have a lot of it. I got a lot of really weird fucking, like, that dealer comics and fucking Lady Death shit. And, <laughs> that and fits. Evil Ernie comics and shit like that. But my favorite horror movie memorabilia is about the only horror movie memorabilia I have is uh, my Living Dead dolls. I have ah, Leatherface yeah. oh, okay. and Jason. And they're just they're these just fucking like almost childlike looking versions of them done <laughs> as Living Dead dolls. And they're just <laughs> nice, so fucking dude. cool. Not to mention they're, they were a gift from someone I dearly, dearly love. Your girlfriend? And, uh, they'll or... never go anywhere. I would like to add to my collection of them the, the Living Dead dolls. They make some really cool fucking horror movie characters. Absolutely. But uh, yeah, action figures and dolls are just kind of becoming my thing now. You know, something different to collect besides old hot rod shit and pin signs, you know. I'm still having like him uh, fix my car up when I buy it. Though, so. Just so you know, Brian. Who the hell knows what I'll end up with in time. But at, at this point, my... My living dead dolls are definitely nice, it. dude. That's a good. That's a. Um, that's great. That's a good answer. Talk about the Alice Cooper album, and uh, and I'd never known of, you know, obviously knowing who the fuck heard of Kane Roberts, so I had to go and what? research. And oh, are you serious? Up. Did he just say he doesn't and, know uh, who 
Did we talk a lot about King Rhodes? He doesn't make yeah. a single fucking mention of Constrictor. Yeah. It means I, I probably ought to kick one of you in the ass over that. Kick Shane. Uh, that one was my favorite Alice Cooper. <laughs> um, raise your fist and yell. However, <laughs> given raise your fist and yell. Oh, there you go. was right about that same point in my life. So they're both really kind of meaningful killer fucking Alice Cooper albums. All the early shit, of course, is fucking awesome. This one you guys talked about, uh, don't own it, never heard it, don't think I'm fucking missing anything. Yeah, unfortunately. No, but in my research, I come across uh, a couple other projects of Kane Roberts, and I'm drawing a blank now fucking... The Dude, Kane Roberts, we went to YouTube and checked that um, shit out. Yeah, yeah it's, solid. it's solid. It's solid, man. I'm scraping fucking graffiti off my truck today. Oh, that sucks, so balls. My brain's all fucking frazzled and fried, <laughs> more so than usual. Wow, that's saying something. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know that I really got much more to say than that. Um, Thank God. Oh, one more <laughs> thing. Yes, one more fucking JK. thing for Mike. <laughs> Okay. No Kip Winger fucking aside. What? Let's hear it. Just about the time I started to go, wow, fucking Mike is blowing me away with some amazing fucking <laughs> knowledge here. And he's <laughs> almost godlike in his stature. <laughs> I remember oh, that sure. he loves butt metal. Yeah. And he comes right back down and he's just a human being. Yeah. You know what? I. Fallible. I, I hate like to give I hate to give too much to people. Love you, brother. <laughs> You're just a human being. That's true. Um, That's true, man. I get it. <laughs> can't wait to see you guys. Thirteen's going to be away. In, in the moniker of the kids yeah. off the hizzy. Big show this off time. the his nut. If you guys didn't make it out for the Dogtown show, I'm talking to everybody. I don't care if you're fifteen hundred fucking miles away. Make it. If you didn't make it out for the last show. Quit your job, <laughs> pawn all your shit. We do not steal your big or... brother's credit card. <laughs> get on a fucking airplane, carjack somebody. <laughs> whoa, whoa. We definitely don't get whoa, whoa. For that die monster die show at Bird's Tiki Mouth. It's gonna be so great too. And, uh, well, and here's the thing. To meet me. Hold on. Oh yeah. Maybe oh, look at that guy. All of a sudden. <laughs> Talk to you guys later. Uh, Brian, Love it's you. so good to hear from you again. again. We're going to see you Friday. Let me tell you something. Dude. <laughs> Dude, I love Burt's Tiki Lounge. Now, let me tell you something about Burt's, okay? Their their selection of beers is shitty. Limited. They're, you know, they, you know, they, got, the, they got the hard stuff and, and whatnot. And, and their, their, their bathrooms smell like balls. Yeah. Like my own balls. And the problem is, but, but, but here's the thing. There's, I, there, and, and I've talked to Shane about this, and he doesn't understand. There's something about Burt's that I just love, dude. I well, love I mean, Burt's. I it love is, it, it is, well, I mean, even there was uh, HM Magazine called it like one of the best dive bars in America. And, and that's, there it, is it, no it other is, way to describe it. It is a, it is the CBGBs of Salt Lake yes, City. Yes, indeed. Everywhere you look, there's something on the wall, yep. on the roof, yep. on everything. Yep. And it's just this filthy punk rock dive. And I love going there. I love the people who show up there. Everyone's so, 
I don't know, man. I always make, like, I mean, not like real friends, but I mean, I, I talk to people and there's all, you know, I don't know. I, Everybody I, that goes there is cool. I but love it's just birds. Like, I do love birds. And we're going there this Friday. Birds is my place. A couple of summers ago, they might as well have made a, a freaking cot for me in the back room because I was there every day with you. Yeah. And, and I'll tell you what, I, I'm excited to go back, see Die Monster Die play there again. Free Paps Blue Ribbon people. While it lasts all night. Oh, oh, is that if right? It, if, so it's not just during your set. It's like we're oh, no, we're, no, we're, no. we're bringing in the paps. If you're dropping it down, no. If you pay that six bucks to get in, mm-hmm. then boom, you're good until they go. That's it. That's that, we're that's done. all the free stuff. Nice. So dude. I mean, if you get there early enough, you spend six bucks. You drink and drink. Other than tips, come on, don't be sure, a tight tips, wad. Tips, tip tips, your bartender. Tips, right, absolutely, absolutely. But, Corpse Cast is going to be there with the padded room, recording from like 7 p.m. And everybody, I'm I'm saying this without the uh, without the blessing of Shane Diablo, but next year, people, we need to talk these mother effers into doing another Summer's Dead Festival. That was probably one of the mo- the funnest it's, times. It's it a was good so time. fun, dude. And you know, we're I, we're probably not going to do it this year, you no. know. But let's get it going. It's never too. Of course, if uh, the Mayans are wrong and yeah. you wow. know, the the end of the world is next year. 2013 Summer's Dead Festival. I'm just putting a little seed in just, there. Yeah, I want it to grow. Right. Let, let's I just want hope. it to grow. Let's I hope the that. Mayans are wrong. I'll go ahead and say this right now. Okay. We'll do a Summer's Dead Festival 2013 if we're not all, you know, exploding. Listen, I'm going to I'm going to keep pulling. I'm going to pull this episode up and I'm going to make you could And listen, I'm there last year. What was the last year? You were year? the barbecue king. Had, that's, well, well, listen, yeah. I had Lisa and some and, and, and some other Steven. folks. And Steve, oh, oh, duh. And Steven, Steven who actually helped me barbecue. We, we, we had free burgers, free hot dogs, free, free beer. beer. Oh, and you just come down. It just so happens that my father-in-law owns a, a meat packing company, so he donated a bunch of stuff. And that was that nice. is sweet. That is pretty sweet. So there you go, people. Uh, let's work on 2013. 2013 is going to be a big year for us. We're going to Days of the Dead in L.A. and Summer's wait. Dead Festival, baby. I can't wait. Oh, sweet dude. The Wolfman called in. Love Wolfie. Hey there, Mike Shane. This here's the Wolfman. Uh, at the moment, thinking that somebody might have taken offense to the good reverend's words last week, last time, because <laughs> yes. uh, it is hot as hell up here. That's sure right, baby. not that much better down where you guys oh, are. Oh, shit, it's hot as freaking uh, sweaty balls. For that matter, but then again, you guys are more used to it than we are up here in the frozen That's north. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Uh, calling in mostly to give my answer to last week's question of the week. Well, last show's question of Thank the you. two weeks, I guess. But yep. Yeah, not going to worry about that. Thank you. Uh, your first question was, what is your favorite piece of horror memorabilia? I'm afraid I've only really got the one to pick from, aside <laughs> from the DVD and book collection. And that would be my replica of the Lament configuration. Oh. Still not quite as good of oh, one really? as I'd like to have, but, you know. I have a Lament configuration. That one. Yeah. Yes. As for the My piece of horror memorabilia I'd like to have... Does it work and all that? No. It's actually not going to be one of the exactly uh, good more. quality wood replicas. Well, what Pinhead really hasn't like shown up. really like to get my hands on That's at what this you mean. point <laughs> are Jesus. the uh, Lovecraft statues put out by state-of-the-art toys, the Nightmares of Lovecraft series. Nice, They dude. have Cthulhu, Nyarlathotep, Dagon Is that how you say that word? Cthulhu? No, Nyarlathotep. I didn't I think know. There's another one in there, but I can't remember it. Cool, like, man. At the moment, 
The only problem is, I mean, I'd love to have these things stand there on the desk and let people oh. know when I shouldn't be bothered in my cube, but <laughs> the problem is they're 250 damn bucks I hear you. I hear you. Mm-hmm. That's the big problem I have with collectibles. I just have a real hard time justifying that amount of change for something that for sits on the, what I amounts agree. to a shiny thing to put on a cupboard somewhere. Agreed. Uh, well, here's hoping that other folks have their lists <laughs> put together and looking forward to listening to what folks have or are trying to get. Sweet, dude. I will be looking forward to the next show I and the talk Wolfman. to you after that. I love the, the Wolfman. Wolf see you later. He's a good man. I like him. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's a good dude. Sweet, dude. Um, no, that's a great. I have a lament configuration. The kids mess around with it. All it is is a block and they play with it. But uh, I, what I was asking I was, know. you know, <laughs> I know. It does no, it Rubik's? It, no, it doesn't. It doesn't do that. It's, it's just basically a wooden square with oh, the shit on it. So, but with the shit on it, yeah. so they just look at it and throw it and well, hit each other in the face, exactly. And go, ah! Which is great, but whatever. Uh, Levi called him. Oh, Levi! How many people do I have to kill? For you no, know no, I, I love, love you. you. Hey guys, this is Levi Flagstaff. Levi, I'm calling Flagstaff. because I love Arizona. Absolutely fantastic. Uh, I absolutely love the show, you guys. You guys are so awesome. Come on, shut uh, up. But I really do mean that. Anyway, oh, uh, that. dude, your lines that you were spitting out, the both of you on the show were magnificent. Like, uh, oh, Shane saying, uh, what you, what you, how did you refer to Marcia Gay Harden's character in the mist that she was super Christy? Uh, like yeah. sack of balls. Oh, nice. Hear me and believe me. Hear me now and believe me later. And you made my, you just made my taint scream. Wow, that is sexual. Oh, I like that. That makes me happy. And I started laughing. Hear me now and <laughs> believe me later. You guys every week, but um, yeah, and just some of the stuff that you guys were saying was killing me. And Mike, <laughs> as far as the F word goes, yeah. listen to every single episode of Cadaver Lab. I probably dropped it. I don't think I ever heard you drop the F-bomb once, Maybe. and in this episode, Ooh. you did it twice. I did? Have you caved to some kind of peer pressure? No. You know, people no. saying you're wussing out or whatever. No. You know, so you <laughs> finally gave in. Or are you just showing your true colors? You said you could never bring yourself to do it, so you always used the word fuzz. And now you're Pause. It's pause. a different kind of demon. Listen, I one day my wife is going to listen to the show, or my kids, okay? What you want to do is start them with the light, the cadaver lab. Okay, all right. The, the all light, right, sure. fil- the, the, the what do they call that? The filtered. The okay, all right. Or and then the, the gateway. Podcast. As as they get older, you get them the. Did camel I say it two unfiltered. times? Wow, I'm really you slipping. Get the, the, then the kids, Eve, hello, <laughs> all of you, everyone listening now. Years later, Dad's dead. We we miss him. R.I.P. Uh, but this is the unfiltered, like camel stud or lucky stud. What? No, come on. The corpse cast. Sure. No, I, I get it. I get it. I get what you're saying there. I don't see where you. I mean, I maybe I'm surprised. I, maybe I glaze done. over because I don't really pay attention when you're going. What the fudge? Or well, or and let's put it this or, way: when we go, when we go out, it's a, like to your show or whatnot. It's a little bit different. And wait a minute. What? what was that the Opeth episode where you dropped it twice? Because I don't know. That could have been the emotional. I was pretty emotional. Yeah, like, dude. I was going off on the. No, but, but I think he may be talking about the Alice Cooper and the Mist, man. Oh, but whatever. 
Whatever, here he is again. Dropping right. F-bombs, you know, like your Betty White or something. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, um, you know, I was thinking uh, as far as Detroit and crime that maybe maybe we really need this new RoboCop remake. Absolutely. You know, maybe they should make a real RoboCop. <laughs> that would be awesome. I mean, we are living in the future and everything. Um, oh, and Mike, you, you said something hilarious uh, that I, God, I just I could not believe that you... Actually, oh dear, spit this out. But in reference to the monsters in the mist, you you said uh, um, you referred to the monsters as original and scary shits, and uh, you actually said that. And I thought it was pretty funny, uh, mostly because um, I've had some original and scary shits. Yeah, I think also, we all have, brother. Uh, you know, in reference to my, my defecation. Weird, Bowel problem, you know. Yeah, we it, get it. It's it's you know. Sometimes when I'm done, I stand up and uh, look, and it looks like a tulip because these chemicals are reaching <laughs> out of the, the toilet void in space. But uh, yeah. Anyhow, um, you know, I, I was thinking, you know, with the the, the mist, you know, this it was like a societal pressure cooker, you know. Yeah. And yeah. That, exactly. Yep. I think it's a real good picture of what things are like in this country after 9/11. Maybe. And, um, you know, okay. he got dad promising his son multiple times in that movie he wouldn't let the monsters get him. Well, Either three sh- times. I won't let, you know, his he, boy's like, please don't let the monsters get me, and dad promised him. And uh, I've, I've heard a lot of people complain about the ending. I think it's awesome that you I guys do too. like the ending. I, you know, that's I, fantastic. It's you know, nihilistic and, and shit, man. That you don't get it. Um, yeah. You know, people just saying they wouldn't do that. You know, they wouldn't shoot, and they would keep going. Yeah, whatever. I think they were just too shocked. To handle it. And my be. wife, uh, who's, you know, this, this stuff, it, it doesn't blow her mind or anything. She's not a huge horror fan. Her favorite movie is Seven. So oh, she okay. can handle some really gruesome stuff. Yeah, that's but pretty nice. What's in the box? Uh, she stood up in the theater to leave and says, I feel dirty, like pretty loud. Really? Wow. But, um, you know, as far as Stephen King endings go, it, he left the ending to the book, or to the story, and the and skeleton crew completely open. They were just traveling, and, um, yeah, they they couldn't find their way out of it, and in this case, of course, Darabont wrote the new ending. And honestly, uh, well, that's a better film. I, I think a lot of uh, Stephen King's definitive are real hit or miss, and they have been for a really long I time. I totally agree with, with you. Yeah. Writing wow. a story like you're digging up dinosaur bones. That's how he puts it in his book on writing. You're digging up dinosaur bones. You don't want to plot all this stuff out. Basically, you just want to keep scraping away at it and find your story. And honestly, I think that's why most of his endings. Oh, half of his endings fall apart, but yeah. um, yeah. yeah. Mike, you were so absolutely right, dude, about Mick Garris. He has taken way too many oh. Stephen King adaptations and just made them into mediocre. I can't even stand mediocre. Mick Garris. Um, Garibond, dude. Yeah, I agree with you guys. He absolutely nailed me into that. Uh, so, I don't know. And I think, Shane, as far as your, your question about what it is about a situation like that, being at a grocery store or a mall or whatever, I mean, trap with people like that. I'm fascinated by the same thing, too, man. I think end of the world scenario would really let it lets the cat True out of the bag. Come it out, man. makes us cut the crap, and we have to drop the facade and get real. You see what yeah, people absolutely. really like, and you don't have to worry about any of the crap anymore, any of the BS, yep. you know, any of the front. And uh, yeah, man, when you got a monster trying to chow down on your leg and it's eating <laughs> your girlfriend's head. That sucks, you know, balls. True color show. But uh, I would I would love to see you two in a horror movie. And that would be my question. That would be scary What shit. kind of horror movie do you think that you guys uh, 
would like to be in. Night of the Comet. Because the hot chicks. I would absolutely love to draw some comics. dance around the mall. You <laughs> killing monsters. You know, even if it was just a supporting role, I think you guys would be fantastic in comedy <laughs> relief. Oh, <laughs> nice. Oh, we'd be um, the you know, comedy relief. Carmody goes. Oh, wonderful. <sighs> All they had to do was have a handful of guys, Noel and I, grab her and take her out to the back dock. Yeah, but they're trying to, to, the to, to grab onto their last shreds of humanity, they would man. Have had restored the balance in that store again if they had done so, but... You know, I mean, if you're in there and you're uh, taking out those who you don't like, that's a tough, that's tough, man. Well, and that's my problem. Uh, story too. inspired the video games Half-Life 1 and 2. No. Um, anyway, hey, Mike. Yo. I'm going to dare you to watch Night of the Demon. Shane, watch Night of the Demon 1980 video nasty. I have not don't, seen it. Because you're afraid it's going to be crap, then you're just chicken. Dude, uh, anyway, I've watched a lot of show, crap. And I'll talk to you guys later. Thanks, Levi. That is a challenge. I've watched a lot of crap, and I don't know if I have Night of the Demon, the 1980 version. I think it's about Bigfoot or something like that. Because he was talking about I like the, the Facebook Bigfoot. Group. I love the Bigfoot. In fact, uh, I just got a, well, a little while back, I got a movie called The Erotic Adventures of Bigfoot or some shit like that. <sighs> Filthy pig. I know. I have to hide that one. Because have you ever heard uh, Sammy Hagar's new band called Bigfoots? No. Pretty good. What? For Sammy Hagar. Does he? Thank you. For Sammy Thank you. Hagar. I am always going to compare him to Diamond Dave, okay? And you know I'm going to have a problem with Hagar. Yeah, well, yeah. Okay. What, does he drive 55? Come on. I can't drive 55. You're a real badass, Sammy Hagar. All I right. Know. Well, back in 1980, 55 was like, wow, dude, what? He's going 60? Guys, over here. All right. All right. Well, thanks for the call, Levi. That, you know, that, the thing is, with a movie like The Mist, and actually with a movie like, like the movie we're talking about today, Martyrs, man, there are so many interpretations you could have. There, there's yeah, it, so many discussion points, you know? It's wide open. The only problem that I have with The Mist is if you have, if I'm in a shopping mall mm -hmm. or whatever the case is and someone's going, look, here's the situation and you have two or three or four other people going, uh, yeah, there's a squid fucking arm back there. Right. You don't go, oh, you're trying to make an ass of me. Right. You go, right. I'm going to go. I mean, especially as being a judge or the sure. attorney or whatever right. he is to logically think things through. Right. Just go take a look. Yeah. You know what? All this is solved. You don't need to go in your diatribe. All this is solved if you walk in the back for one minute. Yeah. Agreed. But you don't have a movie if you do that, right? That's a great point. Good point. All right, All right. there. Uh, Aaron called in. Aaron! Michael Shaniel. It is Ooh, Aaron. Shaniel. I like that. Mike, if you are listening to this and you're screening this call, I stop right now. Oh, I want I'm not. You and Shane to both hear this at the same time. Oh, yeah. I don't screen the calls um, usually. Hope everything went well with your uh, show with the dog pound. The dog pound. Question of the episode. Remind you, what is your favorite piece of horror memorabilia you have slash want? Do you guys remember a movie called Clown House from the 80s? Oh, no. my gosh. It was directed by Victor Salva. Vaguely. You remember him? He did Victor Salva did Jeepers Creepers. I don't creepers. like to bring up the movie because somebody will get butt hurt. Whatever. It's still a good movie. Um, I like it. It's notorious because Victor Salva, I guess, molested one yeah. of these kids on set and videotaped it. What? And uh, I thought to bring that up for the question of the episode. I actually own that evidence tape. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to bullshit through this one, too, because uh, I don't collect a lot of horror memorabilia anymore. 
I make a lot of homemade masks oh and homemade God. shirts and props and stuff. But uh, uh, I sold a lot of my horror figures or whatever, and I sold a bunch of autographs. Uh, you know, they're just sitting there collecting dust. It's not like I have anything rare. Everybody and their fucking brother has a Kane Hodder autograph. <laughs> not like he's going to stop doing conventions at right. some time That's or Tom Savini. Got a point. Sell the memorabilia, get the money, and put that right back into my veins. Uh, oh, <laughs> scratch that last part. Um, my best horror stuff I own is my memories. I wrote oh. down a huge list of movies and all the movies I've seen. And I've went back and remembered all this shit and wrote down when was the first time I saw these movies, <laughs> where I saw them, who I was with. No, That's pretty artistic. sweet. Anytime I'm in a shit mood, I'll uh, off some bath salts or something, get nostalgic. Just put that in my huge <laughs> horror memory spank bank, if you will. Indeed. So I guess that was another bullshit answer to your uh, question of the week. Uh, Mike, last yep. episode. I don't even know if you guys remember this. This is two weeks ago. Yep. You were talking about Shane and how podcasting is just bullshit and Shane's the one who's really doing something. He is, and it's true. Shane's getting red-faced listening to you gush about his it's band true. and all that. Which it's true, baby. I'm going to turn the tables. Nope. So Shane, you can sit back and just watch nice. Mike cringe for a while while I get gay on everybody. All right. It's oh, going to oh, get no, fucking I'm, pa- I'm pausing oh, right here. Oh, God. I'm pausing right here. Regardless of what Aaron says, what Aaron's about to say, I still firmly believe that that podcasting to me it's it's a fun hobby dude it's fun to talk about this shit but you know we're not I'm, I'm I don't feel like I'm creating a new new art or new way to of expression Nobody you know? is you're no, not stop it oh. I don't want to hear it I'm just saying people okay. I podcasting is easy learning how to it, 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 it emoting through your music or your art that's that's real podcasting is not real um, I enjoy doing it and it's a good catharsis for me and I get to meet a lot of cool people but that's it baby that's it Okay. All right. All right. Well, I'm not Stop even going to answer because Stop you're going to jump on me. Yes, I am. And I will probably butt rape you. But let's hear what Aaron's got to say. Let's strap in for this. Oh, dear. Mike, don't sell yourself short. Podcasting is not bullshit. It, it may be to some people yes, they is. listen to it. Oh, that's cool. Write down a movie I want to see and stream it, and that's done. Yep. The reason I'm here is because of the personalities, you know? <laughs> Come for the horror, stay for the male bonding. <laughs> It means more than you think to me because I listen to a show, I download it, and I have fun, and I laugh, and I, I'm all glad. this stuff. I'm glad. I forget I do about too. my first world problems. Exactly. I take all the See, that's audio, what it's about. and yep. I re-listen to it, and I take all the funniest, best parts. I take all the in-jokes, cut all that, and put it into a separate file. So right now, I have a file saved in Audacity oh. of all the best parts, a best-of compilation of the Cadaver oh, Lab. Oh, I have dear. the same thing for the Corpse Collective. Anytime wow. I'm feeling down or I'm in a shit mood, well, listen, I'll put we're on glad my that's Corpse Collective best of file. That makes me just happy. Laugh until I'm, you know, down a couple IQ points, and <laughs> right. that makes my whole fucking week, my month, my everything better. Well, I'm Hopefully glad this isn't getting too gay, and you guys are blushing. Well, I have, I have an erection. Yeah, I can hear this because you got to give yourself a little more credit, Mike. Well, thanks, but the I fact still that disagree. I'm listening to this podcast, you should pat yourself on the back just for that. For all you know, <laughs> Columbine two. Has been stopped right now. Yeah. I've been through a bunch of podcasts, but this is the first time I've ever actually felt a fucking sense of community in the subculture. Because I, and I love every it. other podcast. It's just a podcast. It's just go on I, Wikipedia, that is one throw thing the movies, I do people, love. give them their opinions, and they treat their listeners like shit. So hopefully that's the end of that. Your boners will never be this nervous again. I promise. <laughs> uh, last episode, Shane, you mentioned Chuck Schuldiner. You have what? to stop Schuldner. being so fucking awesome. <laughs> Chris Reifert, Autopsy, Chuck Schuldiner, yeah. Carnivore. 
Nice, Every time dude. I listen to this podcast, I have to be wearing a t-shirt and nothing else. Because if I wear pants, my nervous boner is going to split them in half. Quit being so awesome, damn you. Chuck Schuldiner and Chris Reifert, my two hugest influences. Yep. If it wasn't for Chris Reifert, Eric Cutler, and all those guys, I probably wouldn't be playing guitar right now. I wouldn't be listening to music. I wouldn't be doing death metal vocals. Nice. Chris hey, Reifert, man, brother. I'm growing in man, a we gotta get some douchey uh, goatee right now. We got now. some stuff coming People up. might think I look like a Greek rapist, but uh, I'm not shaving it because he's just too awesome. One last thing. This is kind of weird. All right. Maybe I can get your guys' input in on this. Or maybe you agree with me. Maybe you disagree with me. Maybe you want to punch me in the dick hole. <laughs> I have been watching horror since I was, I guess, six. Yep, and I too. just realized this at 20, going on 23. Wow, you're I've been real watching old horror time. almost my whole life. And I've never realized it. But women screaming annoys the fuck out of me. <laughs> Every time I hear a woman screaming, me, I don't know, it just baby. gets on my nerves. It's like a dentist drill or it, something. It depends on the kind of screaming. I feel like Jeffrey Combs and the Frighteners. I can't stand it. It's like, <laughs> oh, it just drives me nuts. So because of that, it's oh, kind of driving good. me to watch different movies. I'm starting to watch more Sausage Fests. Whoa! Like, oh, what's wrong with that? Um, like John Carpenter's The Thing. That movie's yeah. so there much of a Sausage no Fest. There is no clans in that movie. Not in yeah. a bad way, because John Carpenter's a fucking good director. Absolutely. Peter Jackson's Bad Taste. There's not a single woman in that whole movie other than the woman's <laughs> voice on the phone. Awesome. So if you guys can think of any other Sausage Fest movies, give me some suggestions and I'll watch those Man. so I can, you know, keep my urge to go Sean Connery and slap the shit out of some women. I'll keep those urges at bay. I think that's it. Uh, oh hopefully I didn't embarrass you too much. Oh and my gosh. Hey, holla at your boys, sexy podcasting beasts. Great to have you back, Bob. Hey. Oh, dude. That's oh, awesome. That was great. That is a phone call. That's a phone call, man. We man, that is on the bone phone. We phone laughed, call. we cried, we came in our pants. Aaron, Aaron's. <laughs> That's a movie in itself. Absolutely. Oh, dude, I I don't really I don't really want to elaborate on most of that stuff. As far as sausage fest movies, we're gonna have to get back to you because I don't really I don't really I like to see a lot of TNA in my movies. I'll be yeah. honest with you. Okay, TNA is good. And sometimes I, you, you know you've got one. I can't think of it right now, but I, there is there is a movie where you're like, oh, I've got a sausage fest. Well, movie for t- him, tell you what, I, maybe that'll become a become a uh, a uh, question of the episode. What's your favorite sausage fest slash clam bake movie there that you, you go. got? All right, okay, so there you go. You made my job easy, man. Oh, that was that was a pretty funny. That was yeah. a pretty funny voice. <laughs> uh, all right, to round out the voicemails, we got GP. Hey guys, Gracie's Bobby. Whole lot to say, not a whole lot of time to say anything. So, uh, oh, where are you? I'll do first. What's your favorite piece of horror memorabilia? That would have to be Johnny Kruger's Freddy Krueger Shrine. Ah. Um, what would be the piece of horror memorabilia that I want the most? That would also be Freddy Krueger, excuse me, Johnny Krueger's Freddy Krueger Shrine. <laughs> oh. All right. Um, my scene on old ass forgot when you're going to skip a week, so. I didn't get a chance to profess my Opeth love. Oh, dude. So I'll do it now. Bring it um, to it. I've been Opeth curious for quite a while. <laughs> and finally, I, I just asked Mike, because, you know, he's the Opeth guy. I am. Uh, about him, and he says, fudge, dude. Just listen to him. <laughs> so, I did. Fudge, and, dude. Um, uh, I got a couple albums, but before I did, I saw Lamentations, the... Uh, oh, the concert on I'm, I gave well, no 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 I gave you uh, Roundhouse tapes. Roundhouse tapes right Damnation album plus a couple others and I just I fell in love oh they're so I, good the dude. music is so great and 
the lyric, it, the, it, the way I describe it is it's haunting. It, it just, is, dude. It yeah. flow, It's just, I don't know how else to describe it. GP haunting. gets it, folks. And so after that, I listened to the other albums. And, I, you know, I made it been known that, you know, I'm not a great big fan of the growling. Because I figure if nobody can understand what the fuck you're singing about in any language, then why bother? Oh, what? And I also figure that the guys that do that, do that because they can't sing in the first place. Oh, dude. But Michael can sing. I mean, oh, he's yeah. got a pretty good voice. And so I've, I've learned to separate that. I've uh, It's a journey. You've got to have both the good and the bad. The, I count the harsh and like the beautiful. The part of the music. So I could separate that a little bit. And so it works for me. And I, yeah, I like it. It's, uh, I think Mike, uh, Mike uh, said at one point, um, I was just like sitting back in his easy chair and just letting Opeth wash, wash over, over you. Oh, and I does. actually did that once. Oh, yeah. Came home from work my uh, last last uh, day of the week. Mm-hmm. Wife and kids are out, so I just I was you know relaxed and sat back in my easy chair, put, put in. The, it was actually Blackwater Park. Yeah, you got to uh, do it. Yeah. Affinity. I put that in. Oh, and I just let that wash over me, and I it was I just you know was in another realm. Oh, dude, um, he gets it. He's getting it. I know. You're fired. Uh, I'm fired. You're fired. Fire, you, know, <laughs> you can't touch him for for who he is and what he's done. He's allowed a couple of mulligans. I mean, <laughs> he's earned the right to put shit out for what he's done. So, agreed. Totally. I love Alice. And oh, dude, it. me too. Uh, the Mist. This is the movie that made me put all my faith in Frank Darabont. Um, oh yeah. When I saw the when I saw it the first time, and it got to the end, I was pissed. <laughs> I mean, I was really pissed. I couldn't believe he did that. Yeah. And I was ready to get up off my fat ass and start like a, a writing campaign where he shouldn't be allowed to direct any movies anymore for what he did. But after I calmed down, you know, I had a couple drinks, I figured out this guy did exactly what he's supposed to. He got an emotional rise. He did. Out yeah. Man, speaking about perfect timing for martyrs. Not only yeah. did he did what I thought was unthinkable. Right after that, he gives you another kick in the balls. Yeah. So I exactly. right now I bow down at the altar of Frank Darabont. This man can do no wrong. Too bad me. he effed up Walking Dead. Uh, okay. Uh, what else do I got to say? <laughs> Whatever. Oh, uh, I'm going on vacation soon. Cool. And I uh, let it be known that I plan to drink my face off. <laughs> and Chug a rum. You know, yeah, that's right, baby. Month, which uh, is probably going to suck because I got to go to work in like an hour and a half. I really didn't think this plan through. I just wanted to get a Kickstarter on vacation, but um, kick it, dude. That was hot. I bring this up because you know my wife made me sign a do not resuscitate order. Oh, so if I fall into an alcohol, I just want to say right now, I love you guys. I mean, not just you and Shane, which who I love with all my heart. Wow, but everybody else. Who listens? Everybody else on the Facebook. Why is everybody, everybody being so Apple nice Warren, to everybody? It's sweet, isn't it? I love it. Uh, the uh, the padded room guys. I, I, everybody, uh, you guys kick so much ass. Well, thank you, Jerry. So much of people I've ever met. I love Mr. Tom. I love him. I just wanted to say that before you know, if, if something in, ca- in case we out, can't resuscitate him. You guys know. <laughs> uh, okay, time's running short. And I'm shedding a tear, man. Just one I more know. thing. I mean, they've been officially dead him. for like 15 years. Absolutely. But let's just give uh, Queensryche, just like 
a moment of silence, please. All right, so it's right now, right now. They're done. They're toast. Wait. So you said moment of silence, but you're not really moment of silence for Queensrÿche. Now. Now I'll talk to you later. All right, so I agree with them. Let's, let's go ahead and give that now. One, two, two three. three. That was great podcasting black right there. Black man, black man, black man. Trafficking holds his chain in his hands. Brother killing brother for the profit of another. Game point, nobody wins. Wow. <laughs> that, was, that was totally unscripted, baby. Yeah. That's the way we do it. We roll freestyle. We do. That's free balling. This, this is what that's all. I love the GP, Alan, Aaron, <laughs> everybody, everybody, man. Every, him, listen, man. I don't oh. know what the what the outpouring of love was all about. It made me a little feel a little uncomfortable. But listen, we love the voicemail. We really appreciate you guys calling in. We really do. Yeah. Um. So let's do this, man. Let, let's answer the question of the episode. Um. Can I? May I start? You start, please. My favorite piece of horror memorabilia that I have, a couple years ago, we had a little uh, horror film festival here uh-huh. uh, named the Salty Horror Film Festival. Don't and I. His w- <laughs> panties. Yeah, that was great. What? God, little sister. Oh, he got yeah. his panties. Yeah, Please we, tell me that's. I didn't that's, get his panties, uh, but he did play his. We, we got G Tom Mac his amp, and then we returned it to Guitar uh, Center because we can't afford it. <laughs> that wasn't me, people. I am not that low rent. Right. Anyways, I want. There, there was a contest for a little bit of piece of. Uh, uh, there, actually, you know, I'm wearing the t shirt today, the Demon Chaser the Demon film. Demon Chaser film okay, festival. We had that. And uh, so there's lots of people. We're in the Tower Theater here in Salt Lake City, which is a gorgeous, the old, old kind of throwback theater type of thing. Right. And Mario was up there doing some horror trivia and stuff, and uh, he threw out this question. I can't remember what it was, but I answered it, and I got a Throne of the Slayer uh, piece from Sideshow Collectibles. Basically, it's Buffy the Vampire Slayer sitting on this throne with skulls and all sorts of stuff. Ooh. I freaking love it. It's, I mean, it's worth like, like 300 bucks, 250 wow. bucks. And I just won it, which, which is and great. Mario was probably happy as a camper that you won that. Well, I hope so. Because if he's not happy, I don't know what, he uh, ass. Uh, yeah, yeah, he can, yeah, basically. <laughs> what would you like to own? Basically, what I would like to own is there is a quarter scale, um, sideshow collectible again. And this, the same the thing is the thing's 250, 300 bucks again. Right. Um, Elvira in a coffin figure. It's on pre-order right now for sideshow collectibles. If you go to slideshow collectibles, you can check it out. I don't know about you. And I've professed my love for Elvira before. Oh, I love her so much. Yeah. I would love to have that Elvira thing. And I'll tell you what, I, I'm trying I to talk. The- the, the gleam in your eye. Right. I do. I, you know what? I tried to talk my wife and I'm like, Hey, listen, for my birthday, my birthday's coming up here in a couple months. And I'm like, Hey, you know what? I really want this, this thing, you know, cause I can't yeah. just go buy it because it's like 300 bucks of shit. You know, it's, it's worthless shit, really. Yeah. Oh, man. It's just, it's only your dreams and Have, your love for oh, things. Oh, it's oh, worthless, on. but you know, I, I, I get where you're coming well, from. It's not practical. One way or right. another, it's not right. practical. Right. And so I'm trying to, I'm trying to get her that, but I think she already, I think she got me something else for my birthday. So I'm going to have to kind of sit there and hope and dream that someday it comes true. But anyways, how about you, man? You've got a, by the way, we are in El Casa Diablo yes. and Shane's got all sorts of, um, horror memorabilia, action figures, all sorts of stuff all over the world. My world. favorite little bit okay. is because, okay. 
when the uh, the action figures came out uh-huh. of uh you know the the Todd McFarlane dolls oh, sure uh you got psycho Norman Bates and all <laughs> sure. that mm-hmm. my favorite was there was this weird thing and i don't even know if it's true in utah or not okay. all right but the rumor that i heard was the boxes that the dolls come in mm-hmm. in utah could not have the blood splatter on the plastic. Oh, really? Yeah. So you could get the doll. Oh, but you couldn't get the blood splatter. But you couldn't get the blood splatter what? that's okay. all over. Silly, whatever. So I believe that, though. When I was on tour with uh, my band at the time, we were in Idaho. <laughs> oh, really? Playing a show, and I found the Leatherface Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Okay action figure that was completely blood splattered <laughs> and i was like that's it i'm taking that baby home those, uh, dude serious those boxes were everyone that i found here mm-hmm. clean as a whistle yep no blood on them whatsoever really? interesting so if you look at the plastic i'll have to check that out the, yeah. yeah but that's my favorite now my ultimate dream 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 uh-huh. piece dream. is a life-size alien and I think it's made oh, out of like dude. porcelain or something. I saw it on Amazon or on. No uh, way. Yeah, but this thing is freaking huge, dude. That would, dude. That would make that would be the final touch to this apartment, man. And the only thing that would be better than that uh-huh. is the creepy bitch from uh, Rec Two. Oh, if yeah. I could get a oh, life size of that, just dude, you'd never sleep again. Oh man, man dude, <laughs> I would love that. But yeah, a lot. It's like literally life size i mean it's like it's like six foot something that's amazing that would be that would be and it goes for like probably thousands oh i was gonna say thousands it's like like two thousand dollars on there or something oh man so maybe it's not like to drop on it marble or anything but man i'd love to have that sweet dude well that's it no there you get there is something to work for okay you have a goal in life yep (laughs) all right so the next question of the episode okay we okay like we've been talking about, we've got this. And by the way, next episode, we're not going to do any voicemails because we're going to be doing the round table and stuff like that. And we're going to be at Burt's. So, you know, we're not going to have quite the technical acuity that we have here. Right. Okay. Um, but, uh, with Friday the 13th coming up, um, you know, I figure this is a big horror, horror guy day, you know, yeah. a big, a big, uh, holiday for us horror guys. Um, I started thinking about campfire tales and, you know, kind of urban yeah. legends. Oh, Ooh, that's you know, good. remember, remember there's Jason, his mother, blah, 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 you know? Right. I started thinking about that. So, uh, I also started thinking about urban legends, man. Um, and nothing interests me more than local urban legends. Oh, that's good. So what I want you guys to do is uh, call us in, uh, give give us a local urban legends from your area, from your town, from your town, from what I already know what I'm going to talk about actually for this. Uh, I totally know. Me and Sam talked about it on the Cadaver Lab a, l- a little while back. Um, oh God, you we get all the nerds on there going, ah, yeah, at, I'm I'm white and nerdy. Okay, you all see right, me rolling right. in my Segway. All right. No, I'm just saying I'm white and nerdy. I remember it was episode two point eight. Oh, I see. I see. (laughs) Anyway, uh, okay. So call in, tell us what you what your uh, urban legend is from your area. Okay, so save it though for two weeks. Save save it for two weeks. Like I said, call us in. We're going to be saving the voicemails over the next two weeks. Um, you know, for this thing. And uh, but go ahead and give us a quick overview of your urban legend and uh, any personal anecdotes you got with it. Oh yeah, so, dude. there you go. I can't wait for people to. Call I can't in. either because is... you know everyone's got a juicy 
urban legend that I, happened I can't, right I mean, there we, around them. We, me and Sam talked about this on a Cadaver Lab a long time ago, but I'm, I can't wait to talk about it again. But there you go. So uh, that that's it for voicemails. Thank you guys again so much for calling in. The, the bone phone is 206-339-2730. That is 206-339-2730. Nice. Or hit the speak pipe on thecorpsecollective.com. But what we're going to do right now is take a quick break. We're going to play one minute of Volbeat. Nice. And uh, we're going to be right back to talk about it. Get out of this
supporting for greed with love and hellfire. Defender, we give. You're all about the sisters and our babies. You just heard Mike's minute that isn't really a minute. It's longer than that. It Way longer. Be. Way it longer. It better be longer than Absolutely. that. Absolutely. DK. What is DK? Vol- Volbeat.dk. Danish. Danish. My brethren. My brothers. Oh, pardon me. My country. My pardon homeland. Me. Really? Okay. I'm Danish. Wait, wait. Dan- Dan- the Danes are from Denmark. Is that right? That's correct. Uh, Germany and the Euro champions just kicked the shit out of, of Denmark. That doesn't matter. Actually, I have no because idea. Because we have Volbeat. No you do have Volbeat. Listen, Germans, my people, we had the Holocaust. Oh, oh wait. Sorry yeah, about that's that. Not, that's not something to be excited oh, about. Oh, yeah. It? You were on the shitty side of that. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Okay. What are you going to do? Danish band from my homeland, the Copenhagen, <laughs> or Copenhagen for you American pigs. Um, we are talking about Beyond Hell dash or backslash Slash. above heaven. Indeed. 2010, 13 tracks on this album. Um, they first started as a death metal band. Oh, is that right? It was called, it's a, uh, Michael Polson. The lead singer. The, the lead singer, guitar mm-hmm. player, started a band called Dominus. Did they do the death growl and everything like that? All of it. Dude. Really? All of it. I mean, he was serious death metal guy. That guy's got a booming voice, man. Yeah. And then he got, for some reason, he got, he was down on the death metal scene, which I can understand. Sure. You know, it, it, okay. it gets too trivial, you know, at some point. <laughs> sure. Okay. You got the good, the bad, but he left and he started this beautiful band. Volbeat. How, how do you suppose they say it in, in Dansk? Volchenbeite. <laughs> Volchenbeite. Oh, uh, let's see. What do I got here? Um, you know, they, do you know the name of Volbeat? How they came up with that name? I have no idea, actually. A Dominus. Dominos or Dominace or whatever, they, however they say that, his death metal band, okay. they put out a ba- an, an album and they called it Volume Beat. Oh, okay. Right. Volbeat. And yeah. that's how there the album was spawned. Well, that's some good trivia. The members of the band, and it is uncanny. The, 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 we're almost twin like. Me and Michael Polson, we okay. are literally almost twin like. <laughs> All right. When I look at him, I see me in the mirror. <laughs> okay. I do. All right. Um, Michael Poulsen, singer, guitar player. Anders Kajalm on bass. Kill them. Yeah. Uh, in our language, please. <laughs> no, who am I um, to tell you how to say stuff in your language? John Larson drums. And Thomas Bridal who of August 2011 left the band. Oh, he did. Okay. But yeah. this is their latest album, This right? is the latest album Okay. Um, yeah, these guys are so good. <laughs> Listen, I'm familiar with Volbeat. In fact, in fact, um, there is a little bit of a sad thing going on this Friday the 13th. What? Volbeat's playing here in Salt Lake City. Oh, I know. Yeah. It's, oh, I mean, there was no doubt in my mind that I'm coming to see DMD, right? That's a pain in the balls, but too. It's like, I totally I have about not that. seen Volbeat live, and I would love to see Volbeat live. I'll have to catch him next time, though. Oh, man. Oh, man. This album uh, is supposedly a continuation from, uh, was it, uh, 
Guitar Gangsters and Cadillac. Uh, what was it called? <laughs> I don't know. Guitar Gangsters and Cadillac Blood. Uh huh. Yeah, it's like a continuation of it. Um, some bad ass guests on this album. Okay. Dude. Awesome. Um, Barney Greenway. Do you know who he's from? I do not know who he's from. He's on. He's on the song Evelyn. Okay. Yep. All together. Right, the death metal song. The singer. Napalm Death. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Was he singing the death metal parts? Yeah. Okay. He was doing the... Because here's the thing. That song is com- is real death metal. And I'll tell you what. I thought that uh, Michael Polson was doing that stuff. And I remember thinking, man, this guy can doesn't... sing the paint off of walls. I know, dude. But yeah. doesn't that sound so sweet when he comes Oh, down? dude. Oh, dude. Absolutely. Oh, man. Absolutely. And that, Petrosa, and that's the, by the way, that's the only song with the death growl on it. Millie Petrosa from Creator is oh, on uh, Seven Shots. Or okay, what, what's cool. that? Was it called? Is it called Seven Shots? It's called Seven Shots. Indeed. Yeah, that's him playing guitar and singing on the growly parts. Uh, wasn't uh, Michael Denner on that as well? Merciful Fate and yep. King Diamond. Yep. Dude. Okay. Awesome. Oh, shit, dude. She, I, yeah. It's obvious this guy is rooted in heavy it, music, th- and it's funny because it's. I mean, you listen to this album and. I wouldn't have guessed that these guys come from a heavy death metal. Uh, listen, I mean, they were, they, I mean, they've got, they've got tunes that kind of span the, 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 the genres of, of rock and roll. Right. They've got stuff from rockabilly to death metal. Yeah. You know, bluesy. Absolutely. They got harmonica and stuff like that in this. Yeah. That honky tonk harmonica. Absolute country stuff. Oh man. It's good stuff. This guy, you know, started out with the heavy roots. Uh-huh. Went, I mean, but dude, how do you, Go from a growly fucking voice in, in Dominos uh-huh. and go, you know, you get in the shower and, <laughs> and go, whoa, I can sing like this. Let me tell you I something. I think I'm going to give that a try. Let me tell you something. I, I, I think I can answer that question for okay. you. If you're, if your name is Michael Polson and you all of a sudden realize that you've got this voice that just can trans, not uh, transcend. I, I don't know if that's a good word, but basically it can over, What's the word? It basically can take control over of the whole song. Rockify. Well, okay, over Rockify. The thing is, the first song I ever heard from Volby, Sad Man's Tongue. Yeah. Okay. Great now, song. In the beginning, it, you know, it's not on this album, but basically you got this kind of funky guitar, country slash, you know, boom, 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 you know, yeah. type of bass line. You got some acoustic guitar going over it. Then all of a sudden you got, yeah, you know, you got, you got this voice that all Doesn't sudden, it raise your you know, spirits? Oh, dude. Ooh. <laughs> wow. What's. Oh, that's wow. secret. That's super secret. That's, that, that's, that's super it. secret project there. No, but the thing is, is that's how you do it. You all of a sudden realize, holy crap, I hear I am singing in the shower and the tiles are falling down yeah. as I'm singing. I think that's what it was. And, you know, we talk, uh, I talked to Johnny Crew, we, we, you know, on the Facebook. Johnny Crew was saying, let's see, you know, Volbeat, I couldn't get into his voice and stuff like that. And I think the reason for that, and I mentioned this on the page as well, that he does a lot of, you know, yeah. like, like at the end, like he'll like sing and then he'll, they he'll do are like that, huge fans. James Hetfield, yeah. you know, at the end. But the thing is, is I think that this guy could sing James Hetfield under the table. Absolutely, rootly, tootly. Oh, yeah. I totally agree with mm-hmm. that. He would take him and they've toured with Metallica. Yeah, I know. Yep. They have. And I totally agree with that. He could take him to town on that without a but doubt. But what's funny is you get older. And you're old, you know, he's talking, like, I heard Johnny Krug talking about Offspring and all these bands, right. and, you mm-hmm. know, and but it's like, as you get older, you're going to start hearing more of that where you're like, God, it 
kind of sound reminds me of a uh, Metallica or, yep. or you know just like people said oh kind of reminds me of uh, you know Danzig kind of reminds me of a little bit of Elvis and uh, sure. Jim Morrison yep. or whatever you know I hear you but um here's a weird twist of Twinkie okay right here. all right in July or August of of uh, on the tour of 2011 okay uh what was his name Tom Breedall that left the band okay he had problems with a visa getting oh, into the no United way. States. And it had to do with something with a bar stool. Like what? he stole a bar stool or something with a bar stool. It wasn't like any criminal me. thing. But here's what I found interesting. Are you trying to tell me that stealing a bar stool is not criminal? That's well, not a criminal I, act? trying to export it is probably a criminal act, you know, because <laughs> the, uh, the 9-11 that's, that's horse of bananas. bad, dude. <laughs> but anyway, so, so he finally makes it to the tour, but, okay. the, but the guy that, that, uh, and this is the question mark, the guy that filled in mm -hmm. for him while he was gone on guitar mm -hmm. was a guy named quote unquote Casper. Now, hmm. there is a kick-ass band from Donsk. Copenhagen, like <laughs> okay. uh, we call it in our country. Okay. Um, that I'm friends with. His name's Casper Keen. On Facebook and or he real is friends? The, he, is the, he is the lead singer for a band called The Hitchcocks. Okay. And they are a great band that okay. has toured with Volbeat. Really? In Europe. Okay. And here's the question mark. Okay. I'm wondering if it's the same Casper. Oh, well, and all of a sudden, oh, well, we toured with this guy, and he was awesome. So what know. I'm saying is okay, I hear maybe you. now there's a big question mark on who exactly is going to fill the role of the lead guitar player for on Volbeat. The next album or whatever. Could it be my dear, sweet friend, Facebook and Twitter friend, <laughs> Casper Keen from the Hitchcocks? Okay. Wouldn't that be cool? I guess it would We be. can almost get like a backstage pass or something. Dude. If we weren't doing something that night <laughs> like uh, like a dmd show on friday the 13th oh, son of a bitch <laughs> i just thought about that no dude let me let me tell you something i like this volbeat album but i like die monster die much better oh bless your soul okay what did you think of this album dear sir listen this album was really i i thought it was really great um like i said i mean this isn't the first time that uh i i've heard volbeat um, and I, I guess I would, I, I'm what's called, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of a passive fan, you know, I, I don't, uh, I, I don't know all their stuff. I don't know all their words. However, the, the, the voice from the guy and, and just kind of the rock and background really gets to me. Yeah. It, it just really, it's, I don't know. What, what's the word? It pumps, pumps me up, I guess. Fallen. You know, that song, Fallen. See me falling. Well, in the down and lonely. Oh, this I'm like, yeah. This whole album, I mean, first of all, it comes out and it kicks you in the ass with the mirror, the mirror on the river. Dude, that breakdown just, oh, just, dude. That makes you either want to anal rape a <laughs> donkey or fight all night at a bar. Oh, uh, and the thing is, is, it, like, I mean, as I'm listening to this, it's there. Okay. So there's one thing I didn't like about this album. There's okay. 13 songs on it. Okay. Right. And right in the middle, there seems to be, they, they seem to have a little bit of a problem with kind of playing the same, you know, kind of like ran into each other. Now, I don't, I don't want to be too critical because apart from that one little, that one, you know, as I'm listening to this album all the way through, apart from that one little kind of run in and, and there was some good stuff, but it was, it wasn't, it wasn't as kind of energizing as some of the other stuff. Right. The, um, 
the, the, other than that, there was a real big, um, uh, what, what's the word? A bunch of different styles yeah. in this album. There, like I was saying, there was just pure rock and roll, pure, there was anthemic rock, there was rockabilly, you know, and there was even some, um, you know, j- just, just some kind of fun, uh, what, what was that last song? How'd the song go? How'd the last song go? Something about, uh, like kind of a reggae or a ska mix, something, saying, counting all the assholes in the room. Counting That's all the, the uh, assholes in the room. Yeah. Yeah. That was kind of a, I listen. I like the song. I did. I like that. Wasn't the thank you song, right? That what that was. Yeah, the thing. I liked it. Um, it. I think that most of this album I liked because there was a lot of variety. You know, it's like I said, except for that one part in the middle where it kind. There was a few songs that were weren't like the greatest. I mean, they were fine, and he was rocking and he was belting it out. You know, but yeah. it just kind of ran into each other. But other than that, I thought this was a great album. Dude, I love when they, when those surprise guests from back yeah, in my, right. my brain days. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, it's like when I'm researching it and I knew that, uh, Barney mm-hmm. did that vocal because that is just like, wow, you know, Barney from Napalm Death when you hear him. Sure. He is like, you know, it's just one of a kind, but I didn't know. That, um, uh, Millie from Creator was on the album until I was listening the other day and I was like, Oh, that is him. And then I can hear his guitar playing in the solos and stuff. And sure. it's like, man, I love that. I love And you that. were listening to Creator when I showed up. Yeah. I love, I love bands that, that get out there and they, they make an impression. And, and these guys are like, Top Billboard Danish, you know, European artists. I mean, they're, no, no, they're big time. In fact, I and you know, to they, have, they've hit the peak positions in the in the different European countries' markets. Man, I mean, yeah, they've hit, they've and, hit number one in a bunch of uh, markets. There's something that says it's like an homage when you're like, man, Millie, I want you to come jam. Barney, I want you to come jam. Absolutely, because it's just like I mean, even that the song Evelyn where Barney's on it. Uh-huh. It's it's weird. Because you're, you're hearing this just, you know, you can hear that heavy guitar right. and you can hear the jam Absolutely. and you can tell they come from a heavy background. Mm-hmm. But when he starts singing, you're like, whoa, what? The, this is totally off the mark until <laughs> Michael Polson just goes, and, and it's and like, the thing wow, is, that's is it's great. Like, and you know, the thing is, is I, I know that Johnny Krug disagrees with me, but this guy, I think that um, the 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 musicianship is great. They're all great musicians. Right. They you know they they write decent tunes. They write solid you know uh you know good progressions whatever. But Michael Polson actually just adds that cherry man when he's singing when he he seems to me to be like one like really passionate. Like I can just I mean I've never yeah. seen him live and I've actually never really watched a, a video or anything like that. Oh, but yeah. I can just see him reaching down and just just as deep as he Rocking can it. just to bring that out yeah. you know and that's what i like about it when when i can sit down i'm like this guy is going to town man this guy is doing what he loves man the, the, he is he's pulling this in and he is belting it out his his singing is pure emotion to me now my, and i love it the first song that i ever heard from this band was called soul weeper okay and as soon as i heard it i said who the hell is this i gotta find out right now okay 
I would say this is a great album. Yes, it is sure. a great album. Okay. But I would say the strength, the sound, the songs. What, what's Sad Man's Tongue on? Oh, well, I think that's on Cadillac. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. you're right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. All their stuff is really good to me, mm-hmm. but the th- that album is just so good, man. I, it's, I really, I mean, and I've been going through their music because you played some of it on the Diablo cast and it's all on Spotify. So it's right there. Yeah. You know, and I'm, and I'm, and I'm listening to it and it, there's just so much good there. Um, I, I don't, there, I, my only problem with Volbeat is that every once in a while they seem to just kind of get in a rut in their albums. Now, it, yeah, you know, I can see. And, and listen, and I'm not trying to, to, you know, to come down on them, whatever, and, you know, and to insult them or anything like that. The only thing is, is the, the songs that I really get into is they set the, they set the bar really high. They do. So when you're, when you're hearing the, you know, the music in the middle of the album and whatnot, you know, it, they're good tunes, but it's just like when the hair doesn't stand up on the back of my neck, it's like, oh, okay, this is all right. Yeah. Yeah. I you know? can see that on a couple of tunes. I mean, you know, as far as this up, there's a couple of songs where I'm kind of like, all right, well, you know, like the, the Warriors Code. Like, yeah. That was a song, and they wrote that for like their favorite Danish boxer. That's like a championship well, boxer. And that so was like, an anthemic. Cool. They were they were screaming fight and all this stuff. Oh, and I like that. Throwing, you know, it's like, I well, like that. I like that. Over there. He's going to break your ass. You see, you know, or whatever. You know. <laughs> all right. How are you coming down? Listen, I I. What are your favorite tunes, and how are you coming down? Uh, okay, so I have a big list of favorite tunes. First of all, I th- I don't think they could have started this album better than the mirror and the ripper. Yeah. That went down just oh, dude, it's amazing. Yeah. Um, you know, I like that. I loved heaven nor hell. It takes a little turn. You got some harmonica in there. Yeah, it's it's kind of a pop. You know, even a pop rock kind of tune. It's yeah. it's good stuff, man. You got you mentioned the seven shot. Uh, it almost sounds like an evil western movie, yeah. like, kind of like a dark western movie. I, put to and I don't know if it's a concept album because I, when I hear that about, it may, yeah, I agree with you. I if this is supposed to be the second part to that, I'm mm-hmm. going, huh? Well, uh, let's see. I got sixteen dollars, kind of a rockabilly vibe, melodic rocking. Uh, I do like the Warriors Call. I do like. I, I am a sucker for like the anthemic type of things. Like like uh, what we were talking about, the Crimson Ghost, Spit Black. You know, you go when, yeah. when I can just sit there when I can feel like I'm doing the Billy Idol. Yeah. You know, fist pump and stuff like and that. And there were those songs. It was like absolutely but for me. It was like Fallen and that Thank You song. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thank yeah. Thanks is on the is on there. Um, Evelyn's on there. I love I love the growly yeah. stuff. Magic Zone. How does that one go? I can't remember. I wrote it down. Oh. Cause I listen to this and I, you know, I listen to this over and over while I'm working. So, right. you know, it's, it, you know, it's kind of hard to in one week to kind of get to know everything about the, cause like, oh, that's a great tune. Well, I still yeah. got this work to do. So I'm not going to see what that thing is. Um, and also still counting. Um, yeah. yeah. You know, it's a ska, reggae. Oh, wait. No, 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 no. Still counting is the counting all the assholes in the room. Yeah. Counting all the assholes in the room. Yeah, I like it. Good stuff. Uh, very solid album. There was no real duds. Um, but like I said, I mean, I like some more than others. It's not that the tunes were bad. Uh, it's just they kind of melted into, to one another in the middle. 
Um, other than that, uh, I, I honestly, I feel like I needed more time with this album. Sure. Just the one week. Sure. I really do. Volbeat is a band that, um, I really feel like I could be a huge fan of if I gave them a little bit more time. Right. You know, but as it stands right now, I like this album quite a bit. And I do like, I do like a ton of songs from the, the earlier albums. Yeah. I would say go, uh, right now I'm between Spotify and buy. Yeah. Um, lucky for me, it's on Spotify. So check it out. Definitely. Uh, Everything they've got is on Spotify. Yeah, and, you know, and, and it's great when you can go check it all out. You know, I mean, uh, it's, I mean, I mean, I don't mean to be a, an advertisement for Spotify, but it's like you go there, you see everything they got, and it's like, okay, well, you know, yeah. this, Sad Man's Tongue. Oh, dude, is Sad an Man's Tongue, favorite. Sad yeah. Man's Tongue's my all-time favorite Volbeat song. It just, it just blows you away. My favorite tunes were The Mirror and the Reaper. Mirror and the Reaper. Heaven or Hell. Yep. Yep. Fallen, Evelyn, thanks. Um, it's all on Spotify. It's a buy for me. Okay, all right. Um, it, man, all of their stuff. Uh, they got a song. Uh, they got an album called, and I'm half drunk, so I'll probably get it wrong. <laughs> but it's like rock, the rebel, the rebel yeah, metal, the devil, something I think. like that. <laughs> all of their albums are great. Listen to the song. Go to go to Spotify. Listen to the song Soul Soul Weeper. Okay, I haven't even. I and, don't know if I've heard that. And that song right there will make will set you on the journey, whether you like Volbeat okay. or you don't. Soul Weeper. So, okay, check I'll that check it out. out. I do have a few facts. About All right. Okay. My can, home, I, can I add one thing real quick? Can I, can I add one thing real quick? You yeah. got the Soul Weeper. I say go check out Sad Man's Tongue because yeah. every time I hear that dude, I'm just like. There's one part where he's like, "Mel, my mama told me, mama yep. home." You it's know, a kind, great. He's tune. kind of everything. Then all of a sudden, he goes, "It breaks down." And he goes, "Yeah, yeah." It's like, Whoa, that's that's amazing. He's I, got a fantastical like voice. like you've said before, man. He could sing the paint up the side of your car. Yeah, there I mean, go. and he comes from that heavy background. I don't know how you get there. I don't know how you go. I think maybe you know all along, but you, you're, you're like, man, if I, if I like sing like this, I'm going to look like a bunch of pussies to my death metal friends. I don't know. I don't know. But and so he went, you know what? Good. I'm tired of this. I'm going to rock <laughs> my homeland. Okay. My, my brethren, the Donsk, my Danish, my Danish roots. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to tell you a little bit about. Copenhagen. Let's hear it. Let's or Copenhagen. There you go. First off, I guess there's a Pokemon called Volbeat. I is did there? not know that. I don't know. I, saw I don't know that. shit about about uh, Pokemon, except for I think there's somebody named Ash that's part of the whole thing. Yeah. Or wait, Pokemon. I don't even know if that's Pokemon, actually, now that I think about it, but whatevs. Copen, whatevs. Copenhagen carries its history in its names. <laughs> The original Danish name meant Merchant's Harbor. Ooh. And though German trans and through German translation German, it became De Copenhagen's. <laughs> Bakken. Schlagenbakken. Schweinsteiger. Bakken is an amusement park that opened in 1583. Whoa. The fun fair is among the oldest amusement parks in the world. In the world. Is it just me or is Shane speaking with an accent? I'm, I'm, dude, I'm talking. In the world. Dude, I, I am back in my homeland. I don't mean to come down on you. Okay, all right. You know, I've been slapped with this shit forever going, you're Danish. And it's like, there's nothing good from Danish. (laughs) 
What, what, tell, what, 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 tell what, what, Copenhagen, no. Danish English muffins. Dude, dude, stop it. What? The Danish is a great pastry that uh, I love. Obviously, look at my gut. I love the, the Danish. Danish. Okay. I know. I know. Islet. Yeah. <laughs> that's, the, that's the word we're talking about here. Islet. Islet. You know. Bear with. You know, I don't it's, know. It's my it's my homeland. You're gonna Shut have up. to. You're gonna have to drop. Some Copenhagen on me. constructed small man-made islands during the 19th century for defense after World War II. Okay. Whoa, 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 whoa! The 19th century, dude. No offense, but the but the world <laughs> World War II took place. It, world War One took place in the 20th century. Well, listen to the rest of the story. All right, sorry. Right? Artificial islands evolved from military <laughs> fortresses to civilian use and right. now right. feature restaurants, ghost hunts, whoa, that's something and walking tours. Hear that, Hank? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Listen. All right. <laughs> Most famous landmark in Copenhagen. Do you know? Um, Our I do country not know. homeland? I do not know. Little Mermaid statue no. in 1837. Oh, wait. wait, Disney was around back then? Shh. Oh, oh, sorry. About 70 years later, a Danish author named Duh. Walt Disney? Franzen Christian Ambarsson. Oh, Franz. Published a fairy tale about a mermaid? A little mermaid. Oh. Now I know this is not. I, I'm I'm almost finished here, but all right, all right, I know, right. I know what this is not normal in our podcast. But I would I I would hope you would allow me. No, no, no. Please indulge to speak to my homeland. Indulge for us, please. In my in language, your, okay. In, in my your, homeland, in your mother tongue. Okay. Now this might take me a minute because I had to write it down because I'm not fluent in my homeland tongue. Oh, that's shameful. Okay. Hey. Volkman mit Volk die Korpse Kast. Wir sehr Podcasten. Wenn Lekist Eich noget American Schwein. For David Eich have the Gore de Er God Volk League. Well, did you just say the F word? Longsome Ockclum. Man got Horchet. Did you just call me a man goat? Back for at light. Yeah, he's having Dale none of this Don Broer. Jake Swarn mit Hergman Land. Min Dale Gilt. Welcome. All right. What was that? Uh, would you translate that, please, into English? No, I won't. It's did, for my people. Did that mean? <laughs> Only my people get to know that. Dude. Let my people go, Mike. Dude, let me tell you something. That, let I my feel, people go. I feel totally excluded now. Man, that hurts. That hurts. It was something feeling. along the lines of, well, you know, somebody will figure it out. But no, nobody will figure that out. Okay. Dude. It well, just basically said, thing. hello. We are Corpse Cast. Uh-huh. Pay no attention to my American pig friend. <laughs> but, you know. Yeah, Did you go to there, Google but... Translate, dude? Is that no, where you got dude, the... I, dude, I... <laughs> textbooks oh that's my where bad. that my i didn't 
Dude, I went back to textbooks. <laughs> I didn't go to Google. Of course, whatever not. you say, Google I don't even translate. know what you said. Go, okay. I don't even know I what you're you. talking about. I do. I believe you, dude. I don't even like that website. <laughs> okay. I don't even like that website. All right. Whatever all right. it was that you said. Yeah, you've never heard of Google. Of course not. No. That's dude, it. That's, that's all I've got. Listen, and, and here's what I want to say too. Um, Volbeat is not just this album. Volbeat, I mean, I don't know how many albums they have total. Do you, do you happen to know that offhand? I think it's six. They got a lot of good stuff, man. I mean, so go through it. In my opinion, this is a band where you need to pick the best of, you know, create a, create a playlist of it and it, it'll rock the shit out of you. True that. Yeah. There you go. Totally agree with that. Awesome. Okay. So, uh, now that we've had so much fun, we feel like we need (sighs) to bring it uh, down a notch and uh, talk about some martyrs. So what we're going to do is we're going to play a quick trailer for martyrs. Man, I hope I can find a trailer that's not in, uh, Franche. And uh, play that, but uh, I doubt that's going to be possible. It doesn't matter. I'm going to play it anyway. Okay. I'm going to play something. Okay. Right. May or may not be in English. Okay. 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 But okay. then uh, we'll be right back to chat about martyrs. était enfermé dans une chambre froide. Elle vivait là. Elle n'a pas été violée, c'est une certitude. Lucie ne raconte pas ce qu'elle a vécu. Pourquoi tu crois qu'on a besoin de toi Lucie, vous voulez attraper les gens qu'on fait du mal à Lucie C'est ça, Anna. Elle sait pas qui c'est. Il faisait tout noir. Elle croit qu'elle se souvient, puis des fois non. Qu'est-ce qu'elle te dit d'autre juste Elle a peur. Elle te raconte des choses Elle dit qu'il faut les attraper. Le séjour nous a échappé il y a 15 ans, n'est-ce pas Je t'ai tué Lucie n'est qu'une victime, comme toutes les autres. C'est si facile de créer une victime, mademoiselle, si facile. Le monde est ainsi fait qu'il n'y a plus que des victimes. Les martyrs sont très rares. Tu l'as défendu. Elle a fait du mal à moi. À moi Tu m'as jamais cru. Je pense que je suis faible comme les autres. Arrête. Lucie Tu vois, je vais m'en sortir.
right, man. Uh, we can't put this off any longer. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna be talking about martyrs. Uh, Two thousand eight. You yeah. know, the IMDb gave this a seven point zero, and uh, this was written and directed by a guy named Pascal Lachier. Or some French shit. I don't, I'm not really sure. Uh, this guy actually worked on a movie called Brotherhood of the Wolf. You ever seen that? No. Dude, you gotta see my girlfriend's titties in that. Who'd you go? Marty, uh, Monica Bellucci? You know who that is? Ooh, that she, sounds hot. I um, think I do remember who that is. But oh, I, dude. She, in my opinion, she is probably the most beautiful woman in, after my wife, the most beautiful course. woman in the world. Okay, wow. and so I would check her out. She was actually in. Uh, I'm gonna Google her right after oh, this, dude. You will not be sorry. She was in. Uh, uh, she was one of uh, Dracula's brides in uh, Francis Ford Coppola's Dracula. I do think yes, I know who and she, she was, was actually in uh, the uh, uh, what do you call that? The uh, oh shit, how come how come I, the Matrix sequels? She was in that. Oh my I gosh, I love her. Those. I think she was. I think she was born in '64 or something like that. So she's, you know, she's getting a little bit older now. But I'll tell you what, man. She. Oh, I, anyways, I don't. I don't want to go off too much on her because we're here to talk about martyrs. Okay. Right. We're okay. ready. We're ready to come down. We're ready to get this yeah. mood. We're ready Take to get depressing. Down. Right. Bring it down. Uh, okay. So martyrs start. Uh, more. Let's see. These are all French names or something like that. So it's gonna be tough for me. So bear with me, people. More Jana Alawi as uh, Anna Asui. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Mylena Jampanois as Lucy Jorin. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, we had Erica Scott as young Anna and Jesse Pham as young Lucy. We had Catherine Begin as Mademoiselle. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, we had Isabel Chasse as the creature. Oh, shit. That's yeah. some scary shit. Anyways, we'll get into that. Uh, Robert Tapin as uh, Le Pierre. Uh, Patricia Toulasan as La Mire. And uh, so on and so forth. Uh, the budget of this movie is about $6.5 bucks. So, I mean, it wasn't a huge budgeted movie, but it also wasn't too shabby as well. Um, okay, so I'm just going to throw this out there. I think that... Um, the only way to talk about this is to discuss some of the themes, some of the things that goes on. So we're going to put out a spoiler warning right here. Yeah, that's um, probably. I mean, like as far as the ending, you can leave that. Well, we can leave the unspoiled. But, but the thing is, is there's there's real there's so much that leads up to it. Yeah. That I think that if you haven't seen this movie, you kind of need to experience it in order to get the full weight of the ending. Yeah, agreed. Okay, agreed. so we're going to go ahead, and we're not going to worry too much about spoilers for this movie. Um, so you've been warned. If you haven't seen it yet, go check it out right away. I don't think this is on Netflix streaming or anything like that. I'm not sure. No. But, okay. So let's let's go through the plot a little bit. Uh, film opens up with a young girl escaping from some kind of a, like a deep, dark, dank cellar, kind of a in an abandoned warehouse or something like that. Um, not a real jail cell or anything like that, but some kind of, of dark room that's locked. Um, she looks like she's just been brutalized, man. And, you yeah. know, and she's a young girl. I mean, I, I bet she's not, you know, maybe she's eight or nine or, or, or you know, maybe a little bit older than that, but, yeah. but yeah. I'm not really sure. Um, anyway, we see her. She's, she's escaping at this point. She's running. Um, away and she's got cuts and she's got bruises. She's got swelling in her face. And whatever the hell is behind her or whatever she thinks is chasing her. Yeah. She is horrified. And you know, that's a, that's something that I was going to bring up. It's like this first scene of this movie, here's this young girl running away and it's like, 
she the, the noises she's making in the yeah. in the way that she's acting. I mean, I'm surprised that this young girl can act in such a way. It is devastating. It's everybody's had that. I think there's something right on my ass. Absolutely. And you look back and even though there's nothing there, right. you're screaming at the top of your lungs like it's it's going to be and right not, on my and ass. And not and not just like screaming but but like you can you can just I don't know I I'm really actually very impressed with this young uh, actress Absolutely. You know, just just right out of the gate okay yeah. and so she's and, got like her head has oh. been you know completely shaved apart she's oh, got yeah. long chunks small chunk I mean she's in her panties and a t-shirt oh yeah and she's beat the shit and oh. she is running for her goddamn life and it she does such a great job in that anyway so basically she gets away she's taken to some kind of a mental institution or a hospital or something that for young girls um it's funny because we get some almost like a uh, uh in the beginning we get some kind of like a documentary type of style thing where the doctor saying listen this girl was brutalized but she wasn't sexually molested or anything yeah, like that yeah. And, you know, they, they actually went back to the, these buildings and stuff like that. And, you know, and, you know, we saw some video about, uh, you know, her progressing through the years and whatnot. And at the, at the home and whatnot, she made a friend named, um, Anna. Anna. Absolutely. And, uh, basically what, you know, the, the first part of the movie is her kind of, as she's growing up, we get glimpses and stuff like that, um, of her growing up in this, in this institution and whatnot. Be, you know, be, Anna befriended her. You know, they become this really, you know, it seems like they become this kind of tight, you know, friend. You know, they're, they, yeah. they, they get really close to one another. Anyway, we are also shown that for, uh, where, first of all, we're told that this girl's name's Lucy. And we also find out that she is, has been, um, terrorized by some kind of a, um, I don't know what would you call it? some kind of ghoulish, like emaciated, uh, disfigured, cut up woman. You know, and, and yeah, her entire life she's just like been. You know, for whatever reason, whatever happened to her, absolutely. In that in that first scene, you see her running. Maybe she's running from this thing, right? whatever it is. And we but don't it's know this. Yet creepy ghoulish thing that is chasing her down absolutely you know we see some of the fallout that comes from uh that the her that uh, ghoulish uh thing attacking her and whatnot anyway right. uh jump to 15 years later we see basically a, a normal family having breakfast you know they're talking about you know there's a father and a mother a boy and a girl and they're just in there talking over breakfast you know about normal shit that families do um you know they Whatever, you know, hi, you're, you're gonna do what for you with your life? Blah, 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 blah. We're not thinking right. anything. Hi, young lady, you're my daughter. You are a swimming champion. Blah, yeah, blah, blah, she, blah, blah. They got the little press clipping from the newspaper Absolutely. on the fridge saying that she's a swimming champion. So basically a normal everyday family. Which by the way, dude, what? I've got to say about her. Okay. She looked like a young Linda Blair. I mean, if they, Ooh, if they were yeah. ever, if they were ever to do, and I don't ever touch it. Okay. I agree with you. Dude, she looked she just I, you know, I in didn't the face with those eyes and everything. I was like, Oh my God, that is Reagan. <laughs> no, I, I, I can totally see but that. But it's like actually. just normal family eating breakfast. So they're eating breakfast and all of a sudden the doorbell rings. And, you know, of course, it's a normal everyday, you know, whatever. So the father gets up, unthinking, uh, you know, thinking that anything's wrong or whatever. He goes to uh, answer the door, and uh, it's actually Lucy 15 years later. And uh, Lucy's got a shotgun. 
And she goes through and slaughters the entire family with her shotgun. And I mean, and this is a pretty right. brutal scene. Yeah. And, you know, she goes through, she doesn't have any mercy. She goes through, shoots the shit Kablam. out boom, of the dad. Boom. The dad goes flying back. You know, he, she, she kills the kid. She kills, you know, it's funny because she was even like, she walks into the, the boy, the, the young man sitting there against the wall. And she's like, do you know what your parents did to me? That's a point I wanted to make. Okay. Is. When she blows away mom, she blows away dad. Right. Then she goes for son. She tells him, sit back down at the breakfast table. Mm -hmm. And when she says, do you know what your parents did to me? And he's Mm -hmm. got his hands raised up. Right. Dude, I looked in his eyes Uh and it said, yes, I know. Really? I felt that. Really? Because he had that look on his face like, and he couldn't even answer. You know, but I felt like he was saying, you know, "I had an inkling." I because he wanted out, dude. Really? He okay. was he was the brother going, "I'm moving out." I'm, I, yeah, I'm I need to get out, out of going. here. I'm not going to do what you tell me, Dad. I'm going to go yeah. do what I want to do. You know what? It's funny because well, maybe I'll save it. But digress, that's a great digress. that's a great point to bring up. Maybe yeah. we'll bring it up later. Anyway, so she goes through and she kills the whole family. Well. You know, we mentioned before that she's made this friends with Anna. She calls Anna and she's like, listen, I did it. And I was like, what? Yeah. You know, so she's freaking out. There's this whole, you know, this whole scene where Anna shows up and she's like, oh my gosh, what did you do? And, and all we get is stuff like, are you sure that these are the people that did this to you? You know, and yeah. of course we assume that it's, you know, that, 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 you know, that did the things to her that, that brought upon the first scene of the movie. Right. Okay. Like that. And, um, you know, there was just all sorts of weird shit going on. Well, okay. And so here, here's where we're getting into spoiler territory because then this is told in a more clever way than I'm going to mention it now. Right. Um, basically what has been going on is that there's been a group torturing young ladies. Okay. And we don't know why yet, not at this point. And, right. and, uh, basically, um, she was one of these girls. Uh, young Lucy was one of these girls that they tortured. Right. Okay. And, and, you know, basically what would happen, you know, and we get some flashbacks later on that they feed the girls, you know, and they, you know, they try to keep them healthy, but they torture them, you know, and like I said, they're not interested in sexual type of deals, but they're torturing and making them feel pain right. and whatnot. Anyhow, uh, it turns out that for some reason, and that we don't know this yet, um, what, what's her name? Lucy does this to try to get rid of that ghoulish monster that's been attacking her. Right. This whole time. In fact, she kills this family. However, the ghoulish lady comes back and attacks her one last time. And she's sitting here saying, Listen, I got rid of the people who tortured us. You, you don't I need thought to do that this was, anymore. I thought that was fantastic when she was in the house. She yep. just called Anna. Yep. And she's in the blood. She was kissing the lady on the cheek and yep. shaking her around and in her blood. Yep. And all she was thinking is, I want this ghoulish, fiendish. Thing, this thing that's been to torturing the her hell her whole alone. life. Yeah. The problem is, is even after that she did this thing that she thought would, would, I guess, exercise her demons, it didn't do it. Right. So what happens is Anna actually shows up to the house and they're doing their thing and they're trying to clean everything up and whatnot. And Anna's still kind of like, what the shit is going on? I don't. And there's, there's something to be said about Anna and Lucy's relationship. Oh yeah. They've grown up together through that orphanage or whatever. 
But it is unbelievably obvious that Anna is completely in love. Absolutely. For the better or worse, Ab- uh, she is Lucy. in love with Lucy. Ab- without a doubt. And, and, and it's, it's actually shown that Anna will come and do anything yeah. for Lucy. Because yeah. here she shows up. She starts hiking the dead bodies out to a big ditch that was in the yard. And she starts pulling them out and dumping, them in, in, dumping the bodies in the ditch. And she has that whole big medical bag. Yep. Like she knows the cuts and bruises and everything oh, that, yeah. that's going to ensue you know so she's prepared absolutely well the problem is is lucy figures out that even though she did this thing there's no escaping this the thing that's haunting her and the thing that's hurting her and we're not talking about you know it's just haunting her we're talking about it is brutalizing her it is cutting her it is beating the shit out of her cutting her to the goddamn bone i mean it was like uh, brutal disturbing and i don't know what it is dude but there's the one scene where... She's cutting up the back? No. Oh, There's okay. something about stairs. Okay. That creepy fucking thing is at the top of the stairs. Oh, yeah, going, dude. Ugh. Oh, and it was some kind of weird contortionist, scary shit thing. And and when that happened, I went, Reagan with the crab crawl. Right. Absolutely. Uh, Juan with the stair... <laughs> It's like there's something about stairs and creepy shit. And I don't know what that, I, you know, I don't know how that calculates in my right, brain. Right. But it's like, I'm coming to get you. It's, I'm just stairs away or something. But scenes like that creep me out every time. Dude, the bottom line is this is she realized she cannot escape this thing. And so what else does she, she have to do? She actually is getting beat down by this thing. However, this time, at this point, we realize that that ghoul doesn't exist and it's all in Lucy's head. Right. And she, you know, we see, you know, we see one shot of this thing banging Lucy's head against the wall. And then we see another shot where Lucy's doing it to herself yeah. and she's cutting herself. And I mean, we're talking, she's cutting her arms all, you know, all the way down the forearms, man. Yeah. She's got like a box cutter. Yeah. Oh. And she's going from the bicep straight down to the wrist i mean just and in her mind this thing's doing it to her yeah but we see that she's doing it to herself yeah oh so i guess the, her after she's done this thing and tried to get rid of it and she realized she's not done she jumps out a window jumps through the, the the glass she breaks the glass as she goes out she goes out into the rain and cuts her own throat and slits it right, right there and she is gone and I mean, we're glossing over this, but I mean, this is some of the most brutal, violence, gory stuff that we've, and not like fun gore. No. I mean, this isn't this like is Friday the 13th, there's an arrow that comes through my eyeball and it, you know, and my right. eyeball comes out, whatever. This is intense. Unsettling, disturbing shit. Absolutely. Well, okay. So after she, Lucy goes out and kill herself, kills herself, Anna's stuck. And she's like, oh my gosh, right. what is going on? Anyway, so she basically kind of, I mean, what do you do at that point? She doesn't know. You, she, she brought in the bo- Lucy's body and she to the home. She takes it in. She she cleans it up. You know, lays it on a couch there, and she kind of starts to clean up to try to just say, "Listen, you know, let, let let's pretend nothing." I don't know if she's pretending this ever happened, or I what I think she's doing actually is just saying, "All right, we got to clean this up so the the police can't figure out right. what's going on." Yeah. So, and as she's cleaning, she finds a secret uh, stairwell 
um, in one of the cupboards, in one of the kitchen cupboards or something like that, that goes down to a cellar. Right. However, when she goes down into the cellar, it's not just your regular run-of-the-mill cellar. She she goes down these the stairs and stuff, and there's like a whole... I, how would you describe it? I mean, it's not like a doctor's office necessarily, but it's a very pristine, white, you know, clean corridor. It's a clinical corridor Absolutely. that goes down, and on the wall, there are these images... Like, oh, yeah. almost like posters on the wall of just young people that are just brutalized. No, and, and the thing is, I mean, we see, we see people, we see one decapitated woman, we see one woman that is so, like, malnourished yeah. that, oh, it, it's just some disturbing shit. But the thing that she, the, the most disturbing thing that she finds down there is there, she, she hears some, some noise and, and some stuff coming from, uh, I guess, how do you describe it? Kind of like there, there's a hole. She hears a chain rattle. She does. Kind of rolls across the floor like a dog that's going from a, you know, like a dog house yep. to somewhere else. She hears like that. Yep. And some, and she goes to this, to this thing. It's kind of like this trap door looking thing, but it's locked. Okay. Yeah. So she goes, she sees some keys hanging on the wall. She opens up the trap door. She drops down this, this, uh, ladder. And yeah. what she finds down there is basically the, the, the same type of thing that has been torturing Lucy all these years. Right. More or less. I mean, it's a little bit different. Right. Um, it looks a little bit different, but, um, we go down and, and we find a girl who's just, you can tell has just been brutalized. Her skin's all cut up. Yeah. She's, she's basically wearing a, uh, metal thing around her waist that goes, you know, around her crotch and, and, uh, kind of a metal blindfold. Kind of a metal visor so yes. she can't see she anything. She can't see. And this shit has been stapled in her head. So Thick it's staple, a- like this, this big steel, Head gear oh, yeah. that she's wearing is not coming off. So she finds this woman down there, and she, of course, she's shocked as shit. She's like, okay, well, what we're going to do is we're going to go and we're going to help this woman. She takes her upstairs. Man, it's it's difficult as I'm talking about this. I'm visualizing as I'm speaking. I know, I can but see But the it. thing is, is it's like... There's no possible way that I can do it justice in describing this. And I'm, you know, I, I'm not even going to try. I love the scene where Anna is like, she gets her out. She pulls her out of there and she's going, okay, I'm going to try and help her out. Right. And at first she grabs that bottle, which she's carrying with her for Lucy because right. Lucy's fucking crazy or right. whatever, <laughs> cutting herself up. And she the just she dumps up on this gauze it's got alcohol in it and, and yeah. she's just looking at this thing that she found yep. and it's just covered from head to toe Ugh. in cuts and where and do you start like, with that where do you start to she, try to she, mend her back to health so she doesn't she just puts her in the tub oh, well oh it, it, oh man it's <laughs> it's disturbing anyway so she's she's you know she's trying to help this woman and then all of a sudden, this girl starts freaking out. You know, there's one scene where she's taking the staples out of her, yeah. out of her. Th- oh man, it's just gnarly looking, guys. Um, anyway, while while she and while Anna's dealing with this girl, a group of what looks like kind of pseudo law enforcement types, yeah, um, they show up. They shoot the woman right in the head. She's dead. She's dead. She's gone. And um, let st- I'm going to stop okay. you right there. All right. What when you saw that shot go mm-hmm. kablam through mm-hmm. her head? Mm-hmm. What was your first instinct the first time you saw it? Uh, the first time I saw it was like, I bet she's pretty happy about that. My first dead? instinct was that Lucy 
got up. Oh, okay. And that was the demon oh, that she was seeing. Okay. So she shut, you know, because she I was, see. Lucy okay. was crazy with that shotgun right, at the she beginning. Was. So but I was the thinking, shotguns oh. a lot. The 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 shotgun uh, uh, wounds on the dad and, and the rest of the family were huge and just brutal and whatever. And this was like single shot right but to the. That throat. that was my first instinct okay. was, right. Lucy was like because I was waiting for Lucy to get up. You know? Okay. So All I right. thought, oh kablam! Oh okay. Like see, that's what's been chasing me. I don't really know. I I don't really know what I thought, but I thought the first thing was is this person has been so beat up and brutalized yeah. i bet she's happy to let death take her man well, and that's yeah. and that's what i thought so we had this group of like i said they to me i thought they were kind of law enforcement types they weren't really they didn't have like a badge or anything but they kind of acted like a swat team a little bit um and what they what what happened is they came in and they started asking ann all sorts of questions about what happened with the family you know what's going on here um, however, you know, all this brutality that we've seen to this point is nothing. It's yeah. this point in the movie that goes from one, th- this kind of brutality into a completely another type of brutality. And th- in, in, I, I honestly, I don't know if I've ever seen a movie that kind of, that kind of went to the depths, uh, that th- totally this movie agree. did. Um, we find out why Lucy was brutalized. We find out who these people are and what they're up to. You know, and, and we're talking about why, I mean, and this is answering questions of why was, uh, Lucy, the little girl Lucy getting, you know, 15 years ago, why was she being brutalized in that basement of that abandoned building or whatever? Um, oh my gosh. And what, they even say something along the lines of, well, we didn't have the ability or the, yes, we didn't have the means to do what we 15 have years now. Ago. Well, and and then one of the kind, I don't know about you, but what happens next <clears throat> is the, these guys take Anna down. They take him down into the clinical area, the, you know, uh, through the secret passage. They chain her up, and then they put a desk, and they put her at this at one end of the thing. And they put then a, then a woman comes in, and she's an older lady, yeah. you know, kind of a you can. It kind of seems like she's a distinguished leader of this of this kind of group. And they sit down, and basically. This is when we find out what's going on. And if we, if it wasn't spoiler alert before, it's spoiler alert now for sure. Basically, and her character is just called Mademoiselle. Okay. She explains the concept of a martyr or, 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 or how they interpret a martyr as a witness. Okay. Right. Basically, she sits her down and says, listen, what we're trying to do is we're trying to find out what happens at, you know, in the afterlife. We're trying to figure out what's going on. And how we do that is we send these people. And first of all, before I go on, you know, the pictures on the wall that you were talking about, she said they're admiring these things, you know, whereas you had the severed head that has this kind of like faraway look. Like a glaze, like yeah. oh, I'm seeing something or, or, you know, like a visionary look in their eyes, but they're like starving or dying. Or, Absolutely. You know, she was still alive, even though we cut her, her head was, you know. And because of that, they're thinking, you know what? They, these, they, they interpreted that as saying these people can see into what's going on in the afterlife and we've got to know. So in essence, what they do, they, and they've also found out that young girls are the most, um, 
they're most they call it transfiguration. Yes, they're most able to achieve this transfiguration, which is basically what they do is they do systematic acts of torture. Uh, they inflict this upon young women um, who, you know, and through their suffering, they, these these girls were will will go into this transcendental state and get insight into what's going on at the end. And it's funny because Mademoiselle talks about, listen, we've been doing this for a while and all we've seen are victims. We are, you know, because these people who aren't able to report back what they see and what's going on. And she's like, well, you know, we're really looking for is a martyr. And in essence, what happens from this point on is they decide to turn Anna to try to make Anna become a martyr through this systematic torture. Just like they've done to Lucy, just like they've done to the, the creepy the girl with the, yeah, yeah. And just like they've done to who knows how many young ladies over the years. That's really all about the plot that we'll talk about. I'm sure we'll talk about some of the finer points that's going on. Um, here, here's the thing about this movie. It looked gorgeous. It was a, absolutely, it was a, it was, I mean, it was a real, it it looked really good. They knew what they were doing. Um, the fact that they were able to present such, um, okay. I'm getting ahead of myself. Here's what I'm going to say. In a lot of horror movies, you know, you know, a lot of the quote unquote torture porn that's been going on, you know, a lot of people don't like that. I don't, you know, I seem to, if I'm in the mood, whatever. The thing is, is the brutality in this movie was, I mean, it, it hit a level that I have never seen before in a movie. I agree with that completely. However, you know, as I think about this, the, the fact of the matter is, is I asked myself, okay, well, was this kind of brutality warranted? I mean, I mean, cause there was some hard par- parts to watch. I mean, we get Anna down there. She's getting beat the shit out of her. But do you notice that in some horror movies, mm-hmm. you will get the, oh my God, I'm going to drill. There's a machine coming at you with 50 screws. Right. And this was brutality in a whole different light. Well, it was, I'm going to. Wake you up and beat you again and wake you up and beat you and, again. And there and was, wake, you know, a one point where a big bald guy would just go down and beat the shit out of her yeah. with his fist. Here's the thing. This was brutal. And there, this is probably the most brutal movie that I've ever seen. However, basically throughout this movie, they were preparing Anna to become this martyr. Yeah. Now, as I'm watching this movie, I'm thinking to myself, you know, well, was this, was this, uh, um, th- this level of violence and this level of depravity, was it warranted? And I'm going to go out on a limb here and say, I think that this movie without, without, with, without us, you know, seeing all what's going on, I think that indeed the brutality was warranted. Cause here's why. As I'm watching this, okay. Um, I feel like as we were, we were kind of going through the same torture as Anna was. Yeah. And I think that to appreciate the end and what was going on, we really had to go through that. Absolutely. And, and the thing is, I've seen this three times. This came out in 2008. Um, I've seen this three times 
And I don't know that, that um, I mean, this isn't something you're going to throw on in the background while you're vacuuming the whatever, no. you know, the, whatever. This, I mean, the thing is, this is, uh, it's a, it, everything in it is very calculated. It, to me, it seems like that. Right. It seems like, you know what, it may seem right now that we see the bald guy going down and he's beating the shit out of this tiny little girl. You know, and it may seem, you know, over the top and whatever. And it is. It's hard to watch. But the thing is, is I think that in brutalizing the audience to, you know, to to a certain level. Yeah, I see that. By the end, we're exhausted. Yeah. And we're sitting here saying. I I feel that now. Yeah. It makes the end so poignant to me. And it's funny because, uh, I was, uh, I was telling Shane earlier that I was like, you know, I, I, I was trying to explain to my wife this movie. And she's like, yeah, I don't know if I want to watch this movie. And it's like, and you know, she said, why don't you explain it to me? And I explained it to her. She says, I said, you know, you would make it a, a half an hour into this. And she didn't, you know, and she was like, I'm done with this. This is just too much brutality and stuff like that. And I'm thinking to myself, you know what? You're right. This is this is hard to watch. This yeah. isn't kind to the audience. Um, you almost have to put an investment as you're watching this to go through that and feel brutalized yourself in order to really see what's going on and to get the full weight of the end. The the, the first thing that blew me away about the mm-hmm. movie was when I when I saw her and and I still didn't know for sure. Mm-hmm. But when she was holding that shotgun and yep. and pointing it at that kid mm-hmm. and saying, "Do you know what your parents did to me?" Right. And she was just, I mean, and and you're she thinking Lucy is out of her fucking yep. mind. Absolutely. She's not. She's wrong. Yep. And she blows away the parents, and she's looking at that guy, and she's saying, "Do you know?" And dude, I swear, when I was looking at him, uh-huh. and I didn't even know what was in store, but I said, "That some bitch is not really telling the truth." Well, the thing is, is we find out that this this woman, uh, this mother has been making the food for the detainee, yeah. taking it up. And if you're a kid and you live in that house, you're going to see that. You're going to wonder what's going on. Yeah, I think so. Well, because you notice the, the after she blows everyone away, and Anna goes down there. Mm-hmm. It's just the the man and the woman yep. living in the house. Yep. There's no kids. But the second part that blew me away uh-huh. is is. When I went into this movie, I thought this is going to be about Lucy. It's going to be about Anna and she's going to just keep going. You crazy girl. Right. She's blowing everyone away. And then it just turned on its head and went, Lucy's dead. Right. She's in a hole. She said after Anna. about 45 minutes to an hour or something like that. I love the fact that I, because I went into this the whole time thinking, this is all about Lucy and how crazy she's right. going to go. Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden you see her thrown in a hole. Yep. And Anna is the one that's going to oh. meet her fate. And that's basically where it goes. We see Anna tortured for a long, what seems like for, and this, this movie's only an hour and 30 some odd minutes, yeah. but it seems like forever. It's there, intense. There, there's one part in particular. I'm sitting here watching this, and this is, I remember the first time I watched this, I'm thinking, there's this big, strong, bald guy that goes down and just, yeah. and just beats the shit out of her. And you see, uh, you know, you see uh, Anna go through all the different steps. You know, first of all, she's, she's fighting against it, but after a while, you know, she just kind of like, I've got no energy left. But there's one scene that really in the beginning disturbed me. It was a guy that went down, 
And, you know, he wasn't like, he, he tortured her. He just, he let her, he basically unhooked her yeah. and then beat her up with his fists. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, is this misogynist? What is this? But after thinking about it for a little while, I'm thinking to myself, you know what? Even though that um, this little tiny girl isn't as physically strong as this guy who's beating the shit out of her, I don't think it's misogynist that he's beating her up for the reason that she was chosen because of her strength, because of her ability to go through, to That's put up nice. with all I this that. torture, and to still, they have faith in her. There's no cops. No. There's nothing no. that shows up, and they're going, how do you know, what do you know, and, you know, and, and all the, there's already bodies that, oh, yeah. she, that Anna dragged oh, yeah. out to the ditch, so they're going, this is a girl that, A, is never going to, right, I see what you're saying. Never be asked about Mm -hmm. where did she go? Yep. You know, and she's in the house. She's dropping bodies. She's cleaning things up. She's doing her thing. And they went, here's our, this is our strong victim. And basically they're torturing her because of her strength. Because of that's good. The fact I didn't she, even think about well, that. Well, and, and I was just so disturbed. And it's funny because the most disturbing scene to me in this movie, the first time I watched, well, up to that point, was just the guy coming down, throwing off his gloves and beating the shit out of her, just like pounding her down. There was one scene that was extremely disturbing to me, and it almost chokes me up now talking about it. Uh-huh. Is the first time Anna is down there, and she's already beat to piss. Oh yeah, and that pee. Shit. Yep. And every time, eat it, she spits it out. Slap in the face. Yep. And, and you could just see her melt and go, oh, I'm just going to eat it. So they stop bashing me on the side of the head. You know? Right. And it's just like, God Dude, damn. I to- I- I- at that point, I honestly, I mean, I don't want to get too weird, but at that point, I'm just sitting here. I'm like to tears almost yeah. going, what is going on? Why does she have to put up with this? And it culminates in the fact is, like I said, she's going through all these stages of this torture. There's at one point where she's going through these. She, first of all, like I said, she's finding back, then she accepts it. And as she's going through this, she hallucinates and she sees Lucy. Yeah. And Lucy says, you know what? Let go. Yeah. You won't be afraid anymore. How do you stop being scared? Exactly. Let go. And, and right then it kind of broke my heart because it's like, she is giving up the hope, any kind of hope yeah. that was left inside her. The last little bit. And it was strength. so powerful in that part of the movie that it's like, I literally, I was watching that just going, that, I, it yeah. just, it, I, I can't describe it, but it affected me. And yeah. it, and it really just got to me. And I just, and I, I, just, I was almost just like going, what do, what do you have to take? What does a person have to take to get to the point where they give up all kind of hope. And this is where Anna is right now. Yeah. Well, and it, it's at this point where Anna actually progressed further than any other potential martyr. Um, and they take her in. They say, listen, it's time. Let's go ahead. And they flayed her alive. Um, you know, I mean, literally. Oh, they take off all her nothing skin. Nothing but her, the skin on her face. She is nothing but muscle and tissue and bone and it's bad because they put her in this little contraption you know you know in, in the, and they put her in this thing and then, and then that's all we see until she comes out in this wheelchair with the shroud over her they pull off the shroud and all she has is the skin on her face muscles and tissue everywhere else and that's it yeah 
Oh my, it, it, you know, at this point, it's just like, I don't know how much more of this I can take. Yeah, man. dude. Uh, yeah. It's just fucking intense. She, she survives this whole thing. She's put into this, um, you know, this thing to keep her propped up. They have all sorts of and little. You've got to remember too, if this is all done clinically. Oh, absolutely. This is all like surgically done. You know, I yeah, mean, this isn't it's, like it's saw not like, style, or not saw hostile style. Yeah. It's yeah. not a, it's not a wood hut somewhere. Right. This is people that are, let's take her goddamn skin off and put her in this big jello bath to hold her out to just see how much goddamn torture she can take. Well, and what what happens, and I I know I've thrown out the spoiler a bunch of times, but what happens is at this point she's put into this thing that kind of props her up, and all, and basically she finds a way to kind of leave her body. And you can tell by the, by the look on her face. And if this isn't one of the most disturbing things I've ever yeah. seen in a movie, I don't know. Here she is. Her face is swollen. She's cut up in her face, whatever. However, outside of her face, she's got no skin. She's got nothing. Nothing. Not hair, not skin, not toenails, not. All she's nothing. doing is looking up, you know, kind of just kind of spacing out almost. And this is kind of when she hit her euphoric state of trans- transcendence. Um, and at this point, the, 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 you know, the guy and the girl who are kind of keeping track of her and, you know, kind of watching her progress, they call up Mademoiselle really excited. It's happening. It, this, this shit just got real. Yeah, Mademoiselle shows up. You know, and, and in the meantime, they've put, they've put, uh, Anna in this, you know, it's like kind of a pool of little water, you know, of a water and she's sitting there floating. Mademoiselle bends over, you know, to, to Anna and Anna whispers something in her, you know, into her ear, which we don't hear. Right. You know, and in essence, you know, it, it, she, you know, Mademoiselle's just like, all right, this is it. Let's, let's do it. it. It's funny because it turns out that they've got this whole secret society. Yeah, There's all these old yeah. rich people, man. And old that, rich people. Old rich white people. Screw you. Old rich white people in black cars and black clothes. Yeah. Dude, there is something creepy. And it's, it takes me back to Rosemary's baby. Oh yeah. With dude. just the, that creepy cultish, like, ooh. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. we're all coming for the event. And, and that's and exactly that, what happens. They all show up in this house. They're all gathering to find out, you know, what Mademoiselle has to report back to them. Yeah. And, and to basically say, you know, and, and they're anticipating the fact that Mademoiselle knows what's going on in the afterlife. And knows oh, what? So creepy. Yeah, oh, dude, I'm getting the chills right now I know, just talking dude. about it, man. And okay, so basically, what happens? Super, super spoiler alert is Mademoiselle's getting ready for for her big time. She's going to come down and tell everybody what's going on. Yeah. The the thing is, is um, right before Mademoiselle comes down to tell him she's getting ready. She's pulling off her fake uh, her fake uh, eyelashes because she's really well. She's got one of those you know turbans bun, or whatever turban yeah. on. Really make up up and yep. everything, and she's cleaning her face off in the yep. bathroom and taking her eyelashes off. And, and there's a the guy saying, "Are you ready to come out?" And she's like, "Yeah, you know, give me a minute." You, you know the words, you know, you know what she spoke. And the guy basically Anna, says to her, "What what what does he say to her? Something like, did you really did you really hear what what she had to say?' And, yeah. You know, whatever she says, something to the effect of, what she said leaves no doubt in my mind yeah. at what's going on in the afterlife." And then she goes, do you, I can't remember exactly what she said, but she you, basically said. Do you ever dream of the afterlife yep. or do you ever. Do you ever wonder what happens in the yeah. afterlife? And he said, well, yeah, sure. And she goes, keep doubting and blows her head off. And it's like at that point, that my gut crazy, just 
drops. Yeah. After all this stuff, the thing is, is, let's think about it. Okay, so let's say my at that point my gut just drops and I'm like totally devastated. Right. I want to know at this point. I want to know what's going on. Yeah. But what could they have said to satiate my my curiosity? True. There's nothing that she could have. I mean, reg- I mean, I mean, we could talk about the different. It's know, the, heavenly. I'll see you later. Or yeah. There's nothing, or it yeah. doesn't matter the answer. But whatever it is, and it's open to interpretation. Yeah. You know, and the thing is, is, there's so many ways you could interpret that last thing. Because I mean, let's put it this way: if there's something, if there's paradise on the other side, she's in a hurry to get there. Boom. Right. Or if there's nothing on the other side, then I'm out. She's like, screw see this. Ya. See ya. Boom. And she's out. And the thing is, is because she, maybe maybe she's going, man. I'm in a world of shit. If I get popped, yep. There's nothing to look forward to. Bang. I'm out. And. And you don't know. It just dropped. My gut just drops at that. I point. love that whole scene where she's just she's wiping her eyes. Yep. She's taking all that makeup, all that. She takes the the little turban off. She's like, man, I'm I'm done. And she opens her little handbag and pulls that gun out. You're like, oh fuck. Let me ask you this. Okay, all right. Was that guy that was at the door going, mm-hmm. hey, Madame Madame, whatever Mademoiselle. Mademoiselle, you ready to come out? Right. Was that the doctor that was in the documentary at the very beginning that was going, here's I, what happened to Lucy? I do not know. In fact, I've never even thought about that. I don't know. Right out of the gate when it's showing that first documentary piece yep. about here's where it all happened. Right. I was thinking, that's the dude. And, and it, it, that's probable because it's like, well, that guy's like, well, what the shit's going on? So we found out what's going on. Then you realize, man, these guys are onto something. I don't know. I could be completely wrong. Who, know, who knows? Said, but, wow, but but here's the thing about this movie. It's like, first of all, like I said, you need to you need to go through this movie. You need to experience it, and it's you need to be brutalized. I, I, you know, it's funny because I watched some extras on this thing, and, and Pascal Lachier or whatever his name was was like. You know, I don't know if I even like this movie. Wow. You know, I don't know. I, I don't know if I hate myself for making this movie. The thing is, is what I, what I did, what I set out to do is to get a, an emotional response from you people, from, from the audience. And I say in that, in that, uh, with that point of view, he did a great job. Absolutely. I, right now I'm sitting here thinking, did this, do, did I like this movie? I don't even know. Yeah. Dude, did I think this was a great movie? I absolutely think that this was a great, great movie. I'm with you, man. I'm just going, I don't know if this is, this is not your average no. horror movie that you go, hey, you know, sit down and watch this and enjoy it. You know, a- after watching it three times, uh, still, you know, in, in the, in the four years that it's been out, I, I still cannot sit here and say, did I like this movie? The thing is, it affects me every single time. And it affects me in a lot of similar ways. But every time I watch it, I think to myself, I, I notice something else. It's like, you know what? There, there's something that kind of hits me a little bit more poignant where it's like, yeah. you know, like this last time I was thinking, man, this is a lot of brutalization. I don't know if I can handle this. Should I fast forward it? And then I'm just like, I can't because if yeah. I don't, then this ending scene will not mean as much. The it will not about, have the effect on the me. The thing about this movie to me was I, after I watched it like on a Thursday, I thought about it Absolutely. up until we started recording. That to me just makes for, do I think it's a great movie? Yes, I do. I think it's a fantastic movie. Do you like it? But I don't know <laughs> if I like it. I don't know if... I, this is not something it, I it put took, on... It took me places where I'm really not comfortable going in watching a movie. 
horror. I just think that, man, that's that emotional roller coaster you get on. When you get a real good movie, like I was telling you, I saw I saw The Devil. Uh-huh. I thought that was fantastic uh-huh. fucking movie. Sure. But this movie is one of those... And even I saw The Devil. It's unbelievably good movies yep. that you're like, I'm not going to be watching this no. anytime soon. I will watch it again, but it's got a sink in the bones and... Man, a good movie always makes you think, doesn't it? Now, oh, without a doubt. And listen, I mean, I love movies that are just kind of you throw in your popcorn, you get your Diet Dr yeah. Pepper, and you're we just you're having about a good Scream time. Four and all that shit. Oh yeah, and, and even Night of the Demons Two and stuff like that. It's like that's that kind of movie I enjoy. I love watching. It's a roller coaster ride. Yeah. This was not a roller coaster ride. No. This was you go down and you experience it. I mean, and I hate to I hate to kind of describe it like this, but it's like. Here, here's this guy creating this movie that's going to kick the audience in the balls. Yeah. And, and you're not, it, it, you know, it's almost like abusing the audience a little yeah. bit. Yeah. I mean, but I think it's, like I said, I think it's necessary. And I think to that's that. arrogant assholey to fucking go, I don't even know if I like that movie. I don't know. I think it's kind of arrogant because I think. You know when you got something that really I don't know. I don't know, dude, because you make a piece of art, okay? You make this movie, and it's like, I I don't really know what he was going through when he's putting this together, but the thing is, is he's watching this. I I can see somebody creating this and going, what have I done? You know, what is this? You know, I get that it's, that it got across the message that at the time I wanted to, I wanted to express and I wanted to share, but, you know, what, what, was that, should I have done that? Man, I, it's been a long time since I've seen a movie that really hit the guts on me like this. Yeah, has, oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, it, it, it's a, it's a, for anyone listening to the podcast, I would say you got to take this one oh. with some serious, uh, you know, thought before you watch this because I, you know, you hear that mm-hmm. from people. Don't watch, it's disgusting. Right, Don't watch right. that. But, I mean, this is a fucking, this is a disturbing movie. Here's the thing. I mean, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I'm going to give this movie a bone saw. I, this movie came out, it affected me in a way that, that I don't think any other movie that I've ever witnessed before affects me. However, I'm still at that point where I don't know if I'd liked it. I know. <laughs> you know? I, know? I don't know if I could see her. Oh, you know what? I'm going to recommend a movie to you. It's called Martyrs. I don't know if I could do it. I don't think I I think I could. I think I could say, man, you want to see a movie. But that's, <laughs> I don't that's, know, man. that's what this movie right. does. It's like a good rock and roll band. You go, dude. Yeah. Do you want, <laughs> are, be prepared to be blown away. Right. And that's, and you're right. The, the thing is with like with Opeth and stuff. Yeah. I get blown away, but it's in like a blew my mind. It's a, I'm totally right. on board with this one. It's like, what have I just been through? Yeah. What is this experience I've just been through? The, you know, one thing I forgot to mention and that, um, I think really added a lot to this film. The soundtrack to this film is exquisite. Yeah, it is. It, you know, it, it, it just fits so well. It sits in the background and it kind of takes you through the emotions. You know, it's kind of like, it's kind of like an emotional, I guess it, it directs how you're supposed to be feeling. And that's, that's the best soundtrack is the no. one you don't even realize Absolutely. you're listening to. Absolutely. Like I said, man, I give this a bone saw, but I don't even know to, to right now. I don't know if I like the movie or not, man. Yeah. How about I, you? Uh, what do you think? Man, 
dude, from that <laughs> that from that scene where I see Lucy go, swoom, I'm out. Yep. And it just turned, like literally, like a fucking globe, yep. turned on me, and it was like, so you oh, you this hadn't movie, seen this before, is that right? I've never seen this movie oh, before, wow. but the thing that blew me away mm-hmm. was, I was all all in on Lucy, going, what's her deal? Right. What's her story? Right. And I was going, man, I feel sorry for Anna because she's dealing with this shit, and she'll keep dealing with right. it, absolutely. And then all of a sudden. Just on the turn of a dime, it's like, Lucy's out. Yep. And then you're going, well, what the hell? And then all of a sudden, it's like, this movie's about Anna. Yes. And And I went, holy shit. Yes. (laughs) I don't know. Thinking about it, it it, it, it keeps giving me the chills as we're talking about it. I know. I'm great. So I would say that people, I, I don't know if they need to watch this movie, but I would say, listen, I I would suggest that people go watch this movie. However, just be prepared to be brutalized. Yeah. You know, I for mean, me, it's a total bone saw. Good. Uh, good. I haven't thought, I mean, I literally haven't stopped, you know, at, at flashes in the last three days. Mm-hmm. Something has come up about that movie in my head, and that just screams. That's a yep. fantastic movie when you're going, but wait a minute. And what? And what about yep. this? And Absolutely. oh my God. I haven't been affected by this, and this is the third time I've seen it. But I'm with you on saying I don't. I don't even know if this is like, you know, I don't know how many people listen to the podcast or mm-hmm. what. Mm-hmm. But if it, you know, take this no with fun. some, put a seatbelt on. Yep, and don't think you're getting into something that's some creepy or funny or happy or kind of goof or it, there's even, nothing lighthearted about even it. exorcist level yep. don't even think you're going in for that think deeper than that absolutely think gutter dude i agree with you it, it, it just it, it kind of grabs me and it takes me down with it i yeah. guess is, is a good word for it. um actually they, they're one thing to to mention is that they're actually thinking about making a um an american remake of this which oh. is silly However, you know, and usually I'm like, yeah, I don't give a shit if they make an American remake. You know, I don't have to watch it, whatever. In this, it'll never be the same. It'll never affect me. The problem is, is, um, I was reading about it and there's, and I, I don't even know if this is still in the works because the article I read was like from 2011. Um, however, there was a guy named, the director who, who was penned to direct the remake named Daniel Stam. He directed The Last Exorcism and, um, you know, and, and a couple other things, and, they, and it also will come from the producers of Twilight, of course, right? Um, hey. but Stam said, "Listen, the the original the original movie is nihilistic." Um, the and I'm just gonna read this. The American approach that I'm looking at would go through all that darkness, but then give you a glimmer of hope. You don't have to shoot yourself when it's over. And I'm telling you something. I think that you are going to miss out on the whole. Absolutely. Of this movie. It's, Absolutely. I mean, it's like we dude. were talking with the mist. It's like the, the, one of the, the most. glimpse of hope. All I know is, is this movie had such an, I think that if they're like, oh, we have some hope. Oh, we're going to heal Anna. You know what? This movie becomes another, just, just another movie in the, you know, in the, in the trough of horror remakes and blah, blah, blah. Absolutely. You know, dude. it's, it's the feeling, it's the dark, the dark, sickening feeling that this movie left me with. Is why I'm still thinking about it to this day. And same with Mist. Yeah, oh, it was just absolutely. like what? And oh my god, 
that's that's what it's about and and that's and like i was telling you outside i've been watching i mean i'm totally reformed on the subtitle yep you know movies mm-hmm. i'm down for those because i've been creeped out oh, yeah. and watched awesome movies over mm-hmm. the last couple of weeks that have had subtitles right then i've watched american movies and there you go a perfect example of Absolutely. well we're gonna try and recreate everything you saw but we're gonna put some sugar on the end it, it just the thing is is the brutalization that we go through and who knows if they're even going to touch the level of brutality in this movie it won't it won't feel worth it or it won't feel real you know it, it'll feel kind of disingenuous for oh at the end oh anna's gonna make it I don't, yeah fuck. she gets up and and ninja kicks everybody in the yeah, balls i don't I don't you know, know you know, when she's whispering into Mademoiselle's ear. Right. Yeah, I got something for you. Bang! <laughs> no skin. Oh, and dude. I was like, fuck that. All, I, all I'm saying is this movie, it affected me. It affects me every time I watch it. And, and I, I'm not going to watch this anytime soon, people. No. I'm really And not. I hate to say this, dude. I really hate to say this. Okay. But American movies eat ass. I mean, as far as, as far as, dude. I'm okay. We're coming off wreck. Yep, wreck two. We are, we're we're are. coming off wreck two. We've done a, and in fact, we've done a lot of foreign movies on this podcast: Italian, Spanish, French, and you know, all Japanese. I can say is, I mean, wreck two kicked my ass. Oh yeah, and wreck, which they did quarantine. Yep, oh, as dude. the hey well, everybody, the, the remakes but, are going to be shit. But I, I, I'm not ready to, to give up on American papers, but. The, All I know is that I get creeped out when I watch foreign films. No, and, and listen, I, I, I'm not going to really argue. And I kind of go, "Hey, oh, oh that was kind of a creepy part, right?" You know, well, you get you get shit like Episode Fifty and uh, yep. Grave Encounters, and yep. that's yep. what you get from I America. Get and then you get creepy wreck, wreck two. You get this kind of stuff for that'll else. be that'll be a good debate to talk about uh, you know um, eras of prominence in the horror genre you know oh, because yeah. in the eighties I loved American slasher well, movies yeah, I loved them you know in the you know in the nineties what happened who it's knows when everyone the full got moon wise. stuff like that and then all of a sudden lately the the mo- the movies that have affected me the most is you're right they've been they've been foreign movies so I don't know man I'm I'm stoked I mean be, I mean literally uh, like I was telling you outside mm-hmm. I. Within the last couple of weeks, I've watched The Mist. Mm-hmm. I've watched I Saw the Devil, <laughs> and I've watched, uh, you know, uh, this movie. I'm glad you're in a basement because you haven't jumped off any. And I'm movies. just telling you, dude. I was like, I was gonna, you know, GP talked about I spit on your grave. Mm-hmm. No, I'm gonna wait for a while. <laughs> I need to see some campy. You know, give me like uh, a, no, absolutely. Give me like a porky. It's gonna be good to watch the slasher horror, angle the, 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 on it. The Friday the Thirteenth movies this yeah. coming week because that'll be a great. Rep- Reprieve, man. No shit. But there you go. And That's it. Like I said, I I give this a bone saw. This affects me. I mean, listen, it, it affected me so bad. I, there there may be flaws in this movie, sure, but I was so into the story that it I, it just kind of all washed over me, man. It was like, and, and I just love the twist and turn. I love the way I was just totally focused on Lucy, and then it spun, and I was just like, oh my god. Oh yeah, it's well, Anna's. World. I'm really, yeah. I'm really glad you felt it's this way because I was a little bit worried putting this on the list. I'm like, oh shit, I'm gonna make Shane watch this, and <laughs> I hope he doesn't react all negative and get all pissed off because of what a downer this is. I love a good movie, even if it's a super downer. And this you know, was, it's like, I, I just love a really good movie. Absolutely. And, 
And that that was, you know, uh, the loved ones. I love that. Yeah, we've been doing a lot of downers. You know. Man, that's wild. I love this movie. I thought it was great. I don't think I'll watch it for another year and a half, no. maybe two years. Oh, no. no. If but, ever. It, honestly, the only time I ever watch this movie is something comes up, like an event, like a podcast. But or, I will. Like I will. You know, oh, you want to see a horror movie. Right. Oh, you know, one thing, well, let me mention one last thing is that, you know, there are a lot of movies like this, um, where the, the where they're kind of, it, it kind of borders on the art, art film type of stuff, right. where, you know, whatever, where a lot of directors, oh, this isn't a horror film, this is a character study, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. Pascal was like, the first thing we set out to do was make a horror movie. Nice. He wore that moniker. Clap. He wore that moniker proudly. I give him a golf clap. For yeah, that. I do too. And it's like, you know what? Good for you. Don't be ashamed of what this is. You know, this, this, now granted, this is probably deeper than most movies, period. Most horror movies, especially. Yeah. But the thing is, it's good for you for kind of sticking up for. To me, my this peeps. is deeper than any old thriller Absolutely. or any old suspense or horror or anything. It's, it's, it's a lot to swallow. I wish the guy would, would go. Hey, I love this movie, and it's a horror movie, well, and no, I love it. I don't, I don't. Well, now I hope you didn't interpret that to say that he didn't love it. the The thing is, is he he was just kind of like I. He didn't. It almost seemed like he didn't know how to react. Right. I made this right. thing. I made this thing, and there it is, and it's exactly what I wanted. But yeah. now that I'm watching it, I'm just like, what have I done? You know, yeah. what, what is going on with this movie? How do I, I feel do, about I, Because it, I watch it now, and I'm like, how do I feel about this in movie? In all sincerity, dude, mm-hmm. I put this movie right... My my all-time favorite, mm-hmm. The Exorcist, I put this movie right with it. I, 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 as I much as I hate that, to admit in it... In that clutch, that handful of holy shit movies that... That rock my brain. And, yeah. This is right there. Oh, I, yeah, it sounds like we agree with each other, man. All right. Let's there kiss. you go. <laughs> let's make out. How, how about we do the hug lift first and then we'll, oh, we'll go. No hug lift for you. We'll You're for off, the, off limits on that. All right. So there you go. That was Martyrs. A double bone saw there. And, uh, well, I'll tell you what, what an experience, man. What are you going to pick for next time? For God's sakes, I mean, I'm well, talking, I don't, I don't I'm know. talking about next time we're in the 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 whole. I, I don't know. It's on the list, and, and basically what we're going to do is we're going to bump all our episodes back to do this special. Yeah. For episode twenty five too, that's a milestone. Yeah. And episode twenty five. Twenty five. Like, quarter century, the, fran- baby. the Friday the Thirteenth franchise yeah. with the padded rooms. Exactly. And but um, I'm not sure. We'll have to check it out. We'll we'll get back in two weeks. I'll get back to you in two weeks with that. Oh How's man. That? It, it just uh, uplift me, man. I want. I want to I, I, give me something with the with the hand reaching up and squeezing the blood out of a ball sack or something. <laughs> you know what I'll do? I'll I'll try to make it some. Well, you know, even though the Friday the Thirteenth will be some lighter fare, we yeah we need to get out of these dumps and, yeah. and we do some stuff at least for a little bit. I agree. I totally agree with you. Um, so I guess that's the show. Um, go ahead, call us up, 206-339-2730. And remember, the question of the episode is, is what are some local or some urban legends that are local to you? Why don't you give us a call? Tell us, give us a, a, a brief question. overview and, uh, you know, you know, maybe, maybe give us some anecdotes about, uh, what that, you know, story means to you or maybe the first time you heard it or whatnot. Uh, again, 206-339-2730. And other than that, man, we are looking forward to seeing you people at Die Monster Die on Friday the 13th at Burt's. Yep. Okay. Mike's favorite hang. Oh, he loves I love it. Burt's. All right. But other than that, we are done. So we will catch you guys later. See ya. Oh,